Um, DJ, you might appreciate this. Um, <laughs> what do you call a black guy on the moon? An astronaut, you fucking racists. <laughs> I love the look I get at parties that one. <laughs> I like that one. I like that. It's a good, That's good, good. one. It's a good one in your pocket. I like that. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when you look at people looking at you like, oh man, you're judging me hard, but you're also judging yourself because you have answers to this joke. And I don't, actually, surprisingly. But. Fun- funnily enough, I didn't have any, like, insensitive answers to it like you were like i was like a fucking astronaut yeah it's an astronaut <laughs> um it'd be an astronaut or if they were russian a cosmonaut oh well i mean if they were russian do you call them lucky i think i'd call them cosmonauts or sputnik that would probably be a slur a russian person in space is a sputnik s- that a small, like- no like sputnik is the name of sputnik is the name of a, of a space probe that they launched right in but the 1960s. If could, a russian person yeah no i guess uh-huh. space travel is going to be weird in a few years but anyway aliens <laughs> <laughs> uh hold on a sec at least is my it- audio okay yeah yeah you're yeah. fine you sound golden like a golden child. We're live, aren't we? We are live. That's exciting. Like I said, we're 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 rep shackle here. This is this is a pre show. So there's no uh You know what I mean? This is this is all this is all just fucking about. It's all behind the scenes. Pretty much. At at this point, yeah. That's fun. That's Well now I gotta come up with a funny picture to put on here. Yeah, yeah, you kinda have to. Yeah, since I was still in the pre-show. Oh yeah, I saw the uh, picture you said. So you finally got it working, huh, dude, man? I, I did, I did, I did get the, I did get the audio working. I am just uh, now. Somebody is assaulting their keyboard, and I'm not it's sure if me. they like it. Okay, it's cool. Me. Oh, oh, something else. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> Don't not... mind me. I was like, that does not sound like my keyboard, but I know it's a keyboard. Yep, phantom boards. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna go put this in. Where's where is it? Let's turn. There we go. I'm gonna share this with the scoop group on Discord. I know, like we should have done this earlier, but eh, whatever. I gotta have Discord open. No, no, you don't. I'm just sharing this with uh, a group that Henry and I belong to. Yeah. See, that's that's my keyboard. My keyboard's a clickety clacker. Yeah, but... there's nothing wrong with a bit of clickety clack when you're on a exciting thing and talking about God knows what in the nerd community. I saw Smile yesterday, so if that's something people want to talk about, I have thoughts. Oh, I'm definitely want to hear a review, please. I could give you a one-sentence review that might lead to more questions. What's that? Uh, it follows did it better. Ooh, that bad, huh? Uh, I wouldn't call it bad. I mean, it's still good. It's just, you know, uh, mm. people were saying it tread new ground, and then I watched it yesterday, and I was like, oh. I <sighs> kept thinking, well, I kept thinking it was going to remind me of, like, The Ring, but it was more akin to like it's it's it follows, but with less sex. 
is it fall even can be, uh, even can be considered a uh, a horror? Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, it spooked me the first time I saw it. Really? Oh, it I, really I, spooked I, me. I, I, I didn't. Uh, it, it didn't. I was like, <laughs> barbarian was horrible. Hi, Danny. Oh, 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 really? Wait, Barbarian is supposed to be a horror film? Yes, Barbarian is a horror film. It's uh, Airbnb gone wrong, and you s- go for Bill Skarsgård, but you stay for Justin Long. Huh. So, like, uh, like uh, what's it called? Jeepers Creepers. Oh, okay. That's actually pretty cool. I've never seen Jeepers Creepers, and probably never will. For a variety of reasons. Well, I mean, like... Mostly well, the pedophilia. The rampant. That's what I was, was going to get to. Mostly that the fucking director was yeah. caught with his pants down. Oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I heard, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Because I was like, I'm going to watch it. And then someone was like, the director's a pedophile. I'm like, guess that defeats the purpose of... Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> All right, then. Bet it was cool before... Uh... You know, and it's one of the main reasons why it came from a monster movie is the way it does, where it's just like, you know, I literally will find people who don't have that nostalgia factor of before, like, in the before times, before other things started to affect your appreciation for certain films. Well, I mean, like, when when, when it comes to things like Aliens, Aliens, like, holds, like, a very, very dear part uh, in my my life and in my heart. Not sorry. That's fine. No, no, no. I'm I'm not I'm not going to attack you for your opinion. I'm not going to be like you're fucking wrong, dude. Like no, your opinion is your opinion and it's perfectly fine. No, Fuck, you're I, fucking wrong. <laughs> half the hosts on this fucking show don't agree with each other about simple things. So, oh, I won't yeah. you suck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's it's such a weird world now where it's like you're being a fan like it's funny. Wait. I, I Whoa, wait, wait, wait. I have a question though. I have yeah. answers, maybe. See, here's the thing. Like, okay, what do you think about like what don't, your opinion on the other alien don't. films? No, no, no. See, that's the thing. I want to see where where you like you're getting an idea. Like, what's your opinion on the other alien films? Like, what's your opinion on Alien Three? Just straight up, one word. Uh, great. Uh, <laughs> resurrection. Awesome. <laughs> All right, that Prometheus. Uh, not an alien film because it's supposed <laughs> to be its own original thing, but fans can't shut the fuck up about it because they think Ridley Scott going to space means it's an alien film. And That's then it. because of that, uh, nope. they had to scrap the original Prometheus sequel to make Alien Covenant, which is okay. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I completely, right. I completely agree with that, and that's and that's on Ridley Scott. He should have been more clear. Um, that's Look, a, it's uh, a Hen- Christmas movie. I'm, I'm bringing yeah. Henry in. He's now part of the show because he... Uh, fuck you, DJ, and fuck Grave what? Robber because I know he's going to no, listen to they, this. DJ's like in, in the well, they keep telling me They keep telling me Prometheus and Alien Covenant were prequels. Uh, no, hey. no. You, you misunderstood me. What Covenant I said, is a four-minute prequel. Like, my problem with Prometheus is that Ridley Scott promoted it wrong. I never uh, really had a. It, I never had, it really wasn't had a problem with Prometheus. Scott, it was the studios because he well, actually yeah, exactly. even said he even said I didn't want to make an alien prequel. It, like he, exactly. He, see the thing is, and that's the thing because like see, okay, maybe I wasn't clear. Let me be clear on this. Like once and for fucking all, okay. I knew Prometheus wasn't originally a fucking supposed to be an alien prequel, but because of the fucking marketing and other bullshit, I had to take it as such because that's what's presented to me, and because of that bullshit. We literally had to fucking do Alien Covenant, Covenant, which is fucking 
Well, like, like I said, so no, like I said, I never had a problem with Prometheus because I know what it is. It's the same. It's the same principle as fucking um, uh, Skywalker, the uh, the uh, the last uh, Star Wars film. It's the same thing. Yeah, like because, the guy because... can only do so much, but if every but but if the people hire him is literally fucking like fucking shit over, what can he do? Same thing with Prometheus. He can Meanwhile, only do so it's... much, but if he's being fucked by every other side, what can he do? I mean, it's this is this is actually I totally agree with you because my joke about Rise of Skywalker, which is not really a joke but more of a statement, is like, you know what's wrong with the Rise of the Skywalker? Everything. The Last Jedi was a controversial film, but because fans were so loud about not liking it, Disney, thinking that fans were the only people who watched Star Wars movies, decided to listen to fans about how to make their media, and that is the worst thing you could ever do. Is give the fans what they want. Well, I, okay, so uh, we, we have a. If the fans, it, it can depend, but like you can't. If you give the fans what you want, but it's a surprise. Like that's what is always a good give the fans what they want because they don't tell you, like, oh, we're giving you what you want. But Rise of the Skywalker is like, all right, you want a Star Wars movie? Here's a Star Wars movie. Meanwhile, I'm seeing Star Wars Rise of Skywalker in theater, and my brother, who's watched all the Star Wars films with me, Leans over to me and goes, since when was Palpatine a clone? And I'm like, I do not feel comfortable with the fact that I could explain this to you. I don't want to explain this to you. I don't want to spend 10 minutes of my time in a quiet movie theater explaining to you, look, there was a comic. <laughs> a long time ago. Time ago. Yeah, but they in a galaxy scrapped far, far all away. that, though. That's the thing. Did they? Yeah, they, they literally found out in a press release said, we're scrapping it. They, they literally flat out said, no, we're scrapping that shit. We're scrapping it, but then they brought it all back. Exactly. It, once again, higher ups literally fucking themselves over. As, yeah, far, like I said, as far as the Rise of Skywalker goes, look, I always said to people, look, Abrams have to fix so much shit. Then he had to freaking make a movie. Then he had to make a good film. And then he had to wrap everything up. You can't do that in one film. You can't. Because th that's how bad The Last Jedi messed up. So he literally had to fix everything oh. up. And well, I and uh yeah I don't know I I actually really like the Last Jedi just because it's the Empire Strikes Back again with it, the casino. So it, it, it did one of the did one of the worst things you could do with proper writing. It's subverting expectations just for, for the, the sake, sake of, it. of it. Just for oh. the sake of it. It's no. It, it, it almost never works. The reason why I worked at Game of Thrones is because Martin made the world the character because you want to know what happens with the uh, what happens with every other thing. Last Jedi, I get what he was trying to do. But he went about it wrong. Question, because yeah. this is a thing I've been t trying to test with The Last Jedi. Do you guys watch Rebels? Uh, I have, yes. Watched Rebels? Yeah, I have. You have? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All of it? Yeah. Okay. So, because I've been finding out that like people who really liked Rebels also really are okay and enjoyed Last Jedi. And I don't know. I think it's just because of the Bendu bringing up the whole thing where, like, the Force... Like, I don't know. I like Luke. I think it's just, like, I really like Luke in The Last Jedi. Mostly because, um... I just he like became the fact Yoda? Well, him and also being like, look, Ray, the Force is kind of bullshit. Thinking about it light <laughs> and dark. If you do that, you're gonna do what, like, the Jedi messed this up. Uh, you know, my family alone has kind of screwed up the galaxy, um, and everybody knows it. So you know what? Um, maybe 
like don't look at things so black and white in Star yeah. Wars. And then you know, then it's like, no, we gotta look at good and evil because Palpatine's returned, and it's just like. Well, I I, <sighs> I surmise I surmise the, the the entire nine movies of 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 Star Wars with the death of a gray Jedi, which was Qui Gon Jinn, mm-hmm. and it ends with the birth of a gray Jedi, which is Rey Skywalker. Well, Rey. She's a Skywalker. Uh huh. Good. She's I'm a glad Skywalker. That I, is that how that works? That? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When, after Darth Vader became Darth fucking Vader, I don't hear anybody else calling him Annie. Hey, Anakin Skywalker, Lord of the Sith. No, his name was fucking Darth Vader. Okay. Yeah, but Dar- there. Who? who Lord else was Palpatine. Named Vader. Vader. Uh, actually, there was a couple of them, but Darth Vader. No, yeah, like like those. It's Darth Vader. The same thing with Emperor Palpatine. The same thing with Darth Sidious. Yes, they all changed their fucking names. Well, all no, of them I, did. I, Leia I, Organa. I think the point is that they were given the names by someone else. I they were that, actually. That yeah, is true. Like, Vader yeah, was given by Palpatine, and yeah, she and, and she looked at she looked at the Force ghosts, and the Force ghosts gave her the fucking thumbs up. And you know what? That's good enough when for me. When did they give her the thumbs <laughs> up? I love that. I love when that. The, when was there a force ghost that was like, hey, can I call my sky yep. Skywalker? <laughs> I just remember a really cool montage of, um, wait, was the force ghost when she kissed Ben? No, it's at the end. It's literally at the end of the last movie. Yeah. where she, It was she, an old woman. She was alive. She wasn't a force she, ghost. She was she just actually an old looks, woman. She looks at the, she looks off into the distance and it's the force ghost of Leia. That sounds and, like and what Luke. Da- that sounds like what DJ was seeing like earlier this week. Then, what? Just force ghosts in the distance and giving a brain aneurysm <laughs> and burying lightsabers in happened. the desert. Uh, anyway, so I guess uh, we'll start the show up. Hopefully, Josh oh, we've can... stopped the start at the. Show. Oh no, yeah, this is just a preamble. This is all just bullshit. Uh, uh, Danny says uh, barbarian, or it yeah. was like they combined two scripts, tried to meld them together. It was downright horrible and predictable. Mm. I mean that that happens, man, and it happens a lot with modern horror too. But we'll get into that. Let's uh, let's start the show. All right, and here we go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my brother, DJ Henry, the fucking host from It Came From a Monster Movie Podcast, is joining us today. We are so fucking honored. And we finally got the Josh. It works. It works. (laughs) It lives. A Josh lives. And today's episode is brought to you by director Ryan Johnson, subverting expectations for subverting expectations. Fuck you, pay me. Uh, you guys didn't like my Star Wars film here. I wrote Knives Out. Eat on that, fuckers. Um. <laughs> so, we... Got, I gotta turn this fucking fan on. Hold on. There we go. I'm sweating. <laughs> so we usually do a wrap-up once a week, uh, talking about everything we've seen, consumed, uh, played, participated in, so on and so forth. And uh, so you can get a sense of the feel, Henry. We're going to start with DJ. DJ, what have you been up to this week? No. Ow. I mentioned earlier, I guess I had an aneurysm, and now I'm fine. <laughs> Survived. Goes yeah, by so. Skywalker now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, pretty, pretty much been uh, dealing with that shit. Um, 
Oh, shit. There was a... Oh, yeah. Uh, I had an argument with my boss over a fucking Lovecraft. <laughs> what about Lovecraft? Oh, he uh, uh, a fucking fanatic. You know, uh-huh. He, yeah, he, he loves, like, uh, Lovecraft. And, like... Like he, because you know he 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 does listen to our older uh, uh, episodes, yeah, episodes, and uh, (laughs) where we rip them apart, yeah, and like and like he finally listened to the one where we we were doing a review on the um, the new uh, Uh, color of space, yeah, the color of space, out of space, and like you know he and like when I got to work, like I said, I I'll still have the I I still like I guess the aftermath of the aneurysm, whatever, because you know like I said, my vision was still blurred and shit like that, but I was recovering. And like the first thing he said in my face was like, you know, you're full of shit, DJ. It's like, uh, you know, it's like, you know, Color on the Stage Space was a good story. It was a good book, as I call it, like, you know, shitty. Like I call the was. actual story shitty in the, uh, in, in the episode. And I'll, you know, like, and I had an aneurysm. Like, no, like, like I said, the aneurysm. You know, like, I was still recover, like, still recovering from the aneurysm. And like, so imagine, like, my boss, like, like in my face. I was like, dude, dude, like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I saw you. You called it shitty. What the Chill. fuck? <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I was like, well, yeah, the story, the oh, story is pretty shitty. He tried to make horror out of something that was already being discovered by science. And it was like, well, no, because, you know, the way he went about it was, like, just so great. And I was, I was like, dude, he was he was making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, that's Lovecraft. He goes, oh, yeah. I'm afraid of my neighbors. So you know what? Instead of actually talking to them, they're fish people. Yep. Fuck, not again. <laughs> you know, or, <laughs> yeah, so like that. Cause, and I had to tell him, like, dude, I'm a fan of his work, too. But look. He had great concepts. There's a reason why his work kicked off after he was dead, when other people took the reins on his concepts, okay? Like, and I had to explain this to him. It's like, dude, the color of outer space is just semi-sentient radiation. Even back then, we had a firm grasp of what that is. He was literally, Lovecraft was literally just trying to make this, like, horror. And, like, if you don't know what radiation is, I guess you could do it like, you know, it, it, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it makes sense, like, you know, on that aspect. But the way they were saying this has been never been seen on Earth, it's like, yes, it has been seen on Earth. Like, this is like, this has never been like anything. It's like, no. Like, and that was the problem. He, he went completely like bonkers with it. It's like, if it was like, this guy's been exposed to radiation, then we have to watch his slow decline. Great horror story. There's yeah, no radiation for, sickness. Yeah, like you know, and like it's decline. Like yeah, that's complete horror. Like that aspect I liked about it. Like, but he was, but we were like, oh yeah, but now radiation is now a creature, and this creature is gonna come for us all that lives in this goddamn well because <laughs> because it likes because water for you. some reason. You know, <laughs> so watch out for wells. You know, and like, and you see a bright light in the well. It's not because someone like dropped a glow stick down there or maybe a flashlight. No, it's an alien creature from out of space. So deal with that, sucker. So, uh, so uh, Godzilla 1954, but well, lots of the space stuff. A lot less of the space stuff. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, exactly. Because I, I, I just was like, dude, calm down. I don't know. Look. Like, the beginning of 54 is literally uh, radiation glowing in the sea and Bird everybody dying. Fry them uh, up and eat them up. Burn the fish people, says Podcast Daddy. Welcome to the show, Gibby. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, well, before we before we rip Lovecraft apart for like the umpteenth time on this show. <laughs> By the tendrils. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and I was just like, "Yo, calm down." Like I said, the concept's <laughs> great, but look, it doesn't have to be super out of space. And like, look, you have to realize this is the same guy 
like who, you can who, say like, the name of the cat. Oh, uh, oh yeah. What was it, nigga man? It yep. was. Look, it was racist. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah, oh. no, exactly. I, and, and I explained to like, dude, freaking calm down. His composites are great. But that's, like, but that's mostly it. He had one or two good solid works. But even then, that's debatable. But like I said, the concepts were sound. I, I had to explain it to him. It's like, yo, like, calm down, dude. Like, but he, yo, you know, this is the guy who, like, did White Ape. He tried to, he tried to make bestiality into horror. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, moving like, on though. It's what, sick. It's not horrifying. <laughs> it's not, it's, you're right. What else were you up to this week besides zoning this man on something that you're an expert in? You know, um, uh, nothing. Uh, nothing really for the most part. I guess looking at our old stories and waiting for them to do the next one because I. They have ideas for the next installments. Well, when you have a day to actually talk to me, we'll actually get back to work. Until then. When you Until have the then, audio fucking finished. You fuck yourself, pal. Josh, what have you been up to? I'm fucking waiting. Like, you know, like, where's the fucking audio? God damn. Fucking audio, guys. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'd be scared of some Gorilla S's. Give me. We're balancing. We're balancing it out today, Gibby. This, this stream does not glow. Remember, I'm Hispanic. DJ is black. Josh is Josh, and Henry is Henry. Uh, I'm the descendant of imperialism. My my, yeah, it's great. It's a wonderful I, I, thing. I've offended my ancestors. Have offended everybody at one point or another. But I'm it's Spanish. Fine. I'm, I'm descendant of Macbeth. I don't know. It's a thing. I mean, I'm multi-universal. So, oh, yeah. that's a really great production company. No, he he just literally exists in different universes. So, Josh, what, what the fuck have you been up to? Uh, not too much, man. Um, been working on the uh, the Rabbit Ears podcast, making sure that gets out every week. Um, completely derailed a D and D podcast, or not podcast, but D and D session that I was uh, DMing and trying to salvage that one. Uh, How bad of a derailment? Um, I blew up and told everyone to fuck off and then tried to salvage it the next day. So we'll see. Where oh, that okay. So like that, that. I was thinking yeah. in the range when my first D&D campaign got derailed. Because, oh, no, the um, they, uh, they kept talking about how one of the players was a slut in real life and then gave her crabs and another STD, I think, from a corpse. Oh, there was a lot of per there was a lot of real life stuff that bled into it. But the players always derail my shit anyway, so that, that I'm used to. <laughs> so a normal D&D session, yeah. says Danny. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. But, uh, no, other than that, not too much. Just day by day. I get you. Henry, what have you been consuming this week? Playing video games, watching movies, so on and so forth, podcasts, anything you've been into? I uh, have been. I just. I actually just about an hour ago finished my rewatch of Full Metal Brother Alchemy. Full. Bleh, full. Mm, words. Full Metal. God. We'll damn get it. there. Come on. I was watching Brotherhood. Um, <laughs> I started yes. it on. I started on Monday because, like, Monday. Um, I was just very tired. Uh, my my brother is a New York City ballet dancer, so Sunday was spent at Lincoln Center watching him perform um, with my family, so that was a bit of a social draw. And then the next day I had the day off. So I was like, 
you know what? I'm feeling emotions. I want to feel good again. I'll watch Brotherhood. It's always a great show, and it will help with my my feelings. And um, episode four rolls around, and I'm mm. just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's yep. episode four in Brotherhood, not like episode eight. I did not give myself yeah. time for for um, uh, uh, bestiality kind of again. Yeah. Know, connecting the dots. But um, aside from that, I have been working on um, doing some uh, writing for uh, Apex. And then uh, I saw Smile yesterday because I had my first Saturday night off uh, and God knows when. So I decided to, well, I didn't know what I was going to do, but then the day before at work, um, an old co-worker from the Alamo Draft House showed up, and I had not met her, and then the next thing I know, she's like, we're going to see Smile tomorrow. I'm like, you got it. Um, and I got, and then, because uh, I was like, I want to get drunk. Uh, I, I haven't been drunk properly in, in a while, so I made an old Korean recipe that I used to do when I was living in Seoul. And I got pretty toasted and watched Smile with her. And, um, yeah, like I said earlier, uh, just not it good. follows. No, it, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's not good, but, like, I had guests, because it's been out since Thursday. And yeah. I've asked all the guests, because I've been trying to figure out whether I'm doing it for my show and all that jazz. Um, and they all said it was, like, really terrifying. And then, uh, you know, the reviews have been ranting and raving about it. Um, so I was like, oh, cool. Maybe it's something really fresh with the horror genre. Da, da, da. And I'm like, it is literally, it follows with less sex. And um, I don't know. It's, it's honestly probably one of the most well-shot horror films I've ever seen. Um, like the cinematography alone is why you should see it theatrically if you want to see it. Because it's absolutely stunning. Um, but like, I don't know, they, they handled some of the things I wrote a letterbox review about it today, actually. Oh, um, but, uh, it's, it was neat. Also surprise casting. I never thought I would see on the big screen in a horror movie on a Saturday, uh, up here in the state of New York. But, um, uh, the lady who played Carla from Scrubs was in it. Oh yeah. Uh, Esposito. Yeah, uh, you not f- first name. I was like, "Oh, it's Carla," and uh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I leaned over to my friend. I'm like, "Hey, it's Carla from Scrubs," and she was like, "I don't, I've never, I don't know what you're talking about." I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> oh no. Um, but uh, no, it was, it was actually I, I watched rewatch Scrubs a while back, and I'm like, "Wow, that's heteronormative shit," but uh, it has some good jokes still. But um, no, it uh, it uh, that's about it. Today I finished Full Metal, and then I'm here with you guys, and then um, just trying to figure out what to do for the spooky season. Probably try and get convince people to watch Digimon Ghost Game. That's why is it good? Uh, it's great. Ghost okay. Game is great. Um, not only is it a good Digimon franchise, but honestly, if you like horror, you should watch Ghost Game because it's a horror anime. Everybody. Oh. Those Digimon killing kids. There are episodes where Digimon oh, eat people. <laughs> okay, there, there are several episodes of body horror. <laughs> like I'm, I'm writing it down. Body I, horror. Wait, Digimon? Are we talking about the same? 
kids. Digimon, Digital Monsters. Okay. Oh, right, I'm a huge right. Digimon fan. But yeah, Digimon Ghost Game is a horror anime that's in the veins I of like Ultra I was not Cube. aware of that. Yep. No, the Digimon, you know, the Digimon franchise continues to be like a really great way to it's tell story. Down. But Ghost Game is a straight up horror anime and it is horrifying. You get to see some kids get straight up choked by Digimon, eaten by Digimon, murdered by Digimon, die and brought back by Digimon, traumatized by Digimon. And um like one uh one episode has Mummymon show up again. Wow. I remember Mummymon. He so in this series, he is um in case he's mummifying people if they cough or whatever because he's a doctor digimon but he's stuck in a museum so he thinks that people still mummify humans because he's in a museum so he doesn't know about modern medical practices so he's like oh i'm fixing these people because when they die they will no longer feel any of their ailments and it's (laughs) like no 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 don't kill them i just had a cough um it's it's a uh, it's a good time. I I really and they uh, it comes. They also to help promote it. They've released the Digivice for it in the real real world. It's called the uh, virtual bracelet, and it's a Fitbit. Wow! So you put a Digimon in your foot Fitbit, and how you like exercise and do stuff. Um, it evolves based off how you move. Like Digimon won the Pokemon Go exercise oh, okay, yeah. challenge yeah. by actually like your Digimon matches your evol like your own evolution and stuff. It's actually really rad. Okay. So and it's got I'd a really have a cool... lazy ass Digimon. Well, th- luckily for you, there's some lazy ass evolutions that are kind of neat. And then um, you can actually you can actually e- upload your Digimon onto an app. And you can battle people all over the world, and they do raids and everything too. It's like okay, really... but I want to eat them. I want to. If I'm going to go in, I want to be like this horror movie and those horror series. I want to eat people. <laughs> no, it's great. It's a good time. It's uh, it's written down. It's going on the it's, list. It's great. It's 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 a very, like Lily. So Lily and I did an episode for for it came from a monster movies uh, TV series podcast, um, and um. Like it was Lily's first Digimon series in particular, and she loved it. She was like, "Oh no, this is great! We did the first twenty-five episodes. We can't wait because the series is about to finish." Um, and some of the episodes are really great. I can't wait because there's an episode where like Aru Kenimon's like hunting humans to eat their brains. Um, dude, I, okay, I'm watching this. As soon as this show's over, yeah, I'm putting yeah, this up. Yeah, it's 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 going up there, dude. It's, it's going a, up there. <laughs> thank it's you a for that, fun yeah. time. Now so, I, I do want to throw in there. Oh, so I do want to throw in there. I did watch one of the best worst movies I've seen in quite some time. And What's that, that? Was Shark Side of the Moon. Shark Side of the oh, Moon. Oh, the Tubi film. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I gotta write that down. I hate I... myself for watching it, but god damn it, it was so enjoyable. Oh no, I, I gotta hold on. I gotta shark side of the moon. Whatever you're thinking, it is that and worse. It's um it's the uh the movie with uh, the street sharks, right? Uh, yeah, they kinda look like street sharks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're gonna watch that trailer as soon as we're done with oh, this. Yeah. Oh so yeah. So let's see. Uh, what what have I been doing? I finished a couple of animes, a couple of weird ones. Uh, Which finished, weird ones? Uh, well, it's, just, well, it's, it's like actually a bit hentai, but horror. 
I was going to say, is it a hentai? Were you watching, like, you could Dude, just yeah, tell I us. I am the hentai pro- connoisseur, brother. Like, I do not hide the fact that I love and watch hentai. No, 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 you no, have no. given me some pretty good titles. Yes, I sir. I will give you that. <laughs> so there was this, uh, there was this one uh, that just kind of started off. Think of school days, DJ. Starts off really innocent, really kind of, like, perverted. And then by the end of it, you're just like, I don't. That was murder. That was murder. <laughs> I don't care how much you try to romance it. Were you that watching like murder. Magical Girl Padoka? Like it's, it's similar to that, honestly. It <laughs> is. It, it does have Magical Girls. I'll try to get the. I'll try to get the the name here in a minute. It it, it does have Magical Girls in it, and like the, so, the whole thing starts off really innocently. Like, and it's only like twelve episodes. So I was like, I watched it in like a day. So it starts off really innocently, and they're all just battling whatever. But then it turns out that they're parasites of some kind, and then they turn like they turn on each other. But two of them are in love, and so they're trying was to it have parasite. No, 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 no! It is, it is just fucked. By the end of the by the end of the twelfth episode, I'm like, that's that's not. Dead men. We're all waiting. We all have two. our pens out. We're all waiting. I know. Right I'm trying, trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. I don't. What do you I don't mean you try I... to find it? You just watched it. It sounds like got... it was ingrained into your soul. Because I got like four browsers open. Hold on. Let me see here. Hmm. Uh, that's so not the one. School. Yeah, yeah it's school, school days. Yeah, school days. Like. Very underrated anime. People hate it, but no. Honestly, I always say it's like perhaps one of the more re- most realistic takes on tr- on trying to be a, being a player and failing that you'll ever see. <laughs> you know like, what anime yeah. not enough people talk about, and it makes me kind of low key upset. Mushishi. That is my all time favorite anime, Mushishi. and I nobody know. talks I about it. Mush. I know that one. I think it's I like know. the most relaxing, well told anime of all time, and nobody talks about it. And I'm even more upset because IGN just released that like top 40 anime and it didn't even make the list. And I'm like, travesty. Oh, oh no, actually, no, that no, it came out in 2005, 2006. Honestly, that explains it. Yeah. yeah. Because during that during that year, dude, there was just a lot of good stuff. It just pretty much got buried. Yeah. It's, which is it, sad because yeah. it's great. Yeah. It's honestly like you can listen to the whole soundtrack online on YouTube. And the Mushishi soundtrack is honestly the most like zen thing to listen to. Like sure? I've gotten people to watch the anime because I play the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. God, yeah, no, yeah, so, that, that explains. Because yeah, I do remember, I do remember uh, seeing it, and yeah, I like it. It's just, it's, it's like so chill. It. I just like yeah, you just sit back and just enjoy. Like it. there's some yeah. real horrifying episodes, but like you're chill. Like it's very yeah. oh, they, there's nothing they can fucking do about that. Like that's sad, but like you yeah. should have fucking touched that tree. Yeah, you said, yeah, it, yeah, you're I'll right. It's very it. chill, but yeah, yeah, he came you out. You still the wrong haven't time. found this horror. No, okay, so like, what, so what happens is I I bookmark the ones I'm watching. When I finish watching them, I delete the bookmark. Yeah. Good so job. I have to try, yeah, I have to try to go back and find how I found it. So I, okay, I, so has anyone seen Ghost Stories? Ghost or Stories. Ghost Stories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the anime. anime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh okay. yeah, I say. This was just brought to my attention by my daughter maybe a couple weeks ago, and what the fuck with the the American voiceover version of it? <laughs> oh yeah, luck, yeah, we don't. Oh my god, I always get ghost stories mixed up with an actually good anime though. It, well, uh, yeah, there is a good one that is very similar, but no, it's I'm the talking ghost about detective. the yeah, yeah, the American yeah. dub. That's great. Yeah, I'm talking about the American it. dub. Everybody yeah. loves it. It's great. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
<laughs> All right. So before we go further, I, I, we got to see this fucking preview. We got to see this fucking preview because this looks, this looks amazing. This is like this is what I want to roast. So, uh, oh, me, it is rift worthy right out the bat, dude. Don't don't say that because I'll I'll, I'll I'll rope you in tonight. We'll 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 roast this tonight. I that's when I first saw it. That's what I wanted to do. There we go. Killer Austin mission control. All systems running at one hundred percent. Starting main engine. Oh, that doesn't look like a sci-fi channel set. I know, right? Mission control, do you copy? You're not getting back on course. Great for next. Let's see that. Captain, I think you should see this. Back to the ship. Why are there sharks on the moon? Is that it? Welcome to the Oh, that's a blender. Where did they take him? Henry, they're calling your name. I was about to be like, oh, great. We are going home. <laughs> You're from Earth? Oh, we are watching this, DJ. It's either us or them. I think the coming back. The best thing I love about the movie was there is so much potential in that. So much potential. You know, just for the trailer alone, the thing is, like, why didn't this, they make a Street Sharks movie? The Sharks? I know, right? Like, like, like what's his name? I think his name is Jets or, uh, you know, the Hammerhead one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's that, it not did a, remind me a lot like Street Sharks. It yeah, did. like, that's not a bad look if they did a real live action version of it. It's like, why are you doing this? Like, f find out who owns the who owns the rights of Street Sharks and make <clears throat> a movie. That's, like... It's also a Tubi exclusive, which I think oh, I right. have to promote Tubi because um, I'm going to be texting them earlier, but I should be on a documentary on Tubi Ooh. later this month. Nice. Congratulations, nice. man. Uh, let's, let's, let's run down some of the chat real quick. Um, Gibby's been interacting, says my man consumes five hentais a day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> IGN is fucking dumb. Demon Slayer was on the list of greatest animes of all time. Denny says this looks cheesy, and uh, apparently some Brotherhood feels. But yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. There, Henry. <laughs> but anyways, so I mean, we're we're all fans of monster movies. I I in particular, uh, am I'm a gigantic fan of monster movies. I have been flirting with henry to try to get on his podcast to try to watch movies and talk shit with him but uh we're, we're still we're on a small. hiatus i know um, and, and we're small no no it we we were sluts we'll take anybody uh, <laughs> Same as us, yeah. um but i i did find a, i did find a monster movie nobody else is nobody else had heard of and i'm josh right now the josh is currently hunting it down for us to add it to the hookup of the magic squirrel network and i wanted uh to get your opinion henry uh because this is one of the reasons i wanted you on is to show you this and see what you just from the trailer initial thoughts this is called uh the lake yeah i know it's the tide film no, I, I know about this movie. Why would I oh, not know about this movie? I lived okay. in Thailand for like a month and a half. Okay, well, I mean, I'm, you can still gonna... play the trailer for your viewers, well, but I'm just now saying. Now you done ruined it. <laughs> it's the ruined lake. it. Just ruined it. I know all about this film. So, what, what did you think of uh, first impressions? I mean, I wish people would stop calling it a fucking kaiju film, but you know that's fine. I think the proper term. Uh, it's a monster uh, movie. 
Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I mean, for uh, me, kaiju's have to be a certain no, type. no, 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 <laughs> oh, no. Disagree. Okay. Do, did you you listen to Alien? I know. Um, Here we go. Aliens, you should know my whole rant. That like, <sighs> give me a moment. <laughs> I'm trying this new. Uh, I'm trying this new. The same uh, brand as I did last week. Only it's a different different taste. This one's a lot better. I hope so. Oh, fucking What's kaiju. The, what, what, what did the no, last one it. taste like? No, the, the last one was supposed to be bomb pops or oh, rocket pops, it and it tasted it like it tasted like uh, like, it's like sweet chews that had been left I in was, the car. I was trying to find the, <laughs> the 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 word for monster and tie, but I'm gonna butcher it, so I don't want to. But yeah, no, I have a whole right. I have a whole ranty 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 rant. rant. Um, well, rant, rant, go ahead. You're on here to rant. We brought you. Yeah, on I'm to, I'm to intrigued now. Yeah. On, well, on this. so like. I hate the word kaiju, um, mostly because I find it appropriative as fuck. Um, I also think it's one of the reasons why there's so much discourse, like, so much selective discourse in the monster movie community now. Because, like, in Japan, if you say kaiju, you're just talking about a strange beast. And, like, in Japanese language, there are a variety of words for monster. Like, a yokai yeah. is a demon. Like, there's a lot of layering of words. And kaiju is just... Like, the thing is that bugs me is kaiju got stuck at because of Pacific Rim. Because they're all kaiju. But even the word kaiju in Pacific Rim is not used correctly. Because daikaiju is the word for giant monster in Pacific, like in the terminology, and the reason why I just get really like nitpicky about it is because um, when I was living in Seoul, I like learned how uncomfortable I'd get when like people would use English words in a weird way to mean something else, and I just was like, oh, language is just really messed up. Um, but that's also one of the big problems that I have with it, and like, cause like I, I make the joke, like I will say to a gun to my head, Aliens is my favorite kaiju film because it's a movie about strange beasts on a different planet. Like, and it's right. a really great, like it is a really great strong creature feature. Do I like it compared to the rest of the franchise? No, I will go on to on the record every time that uh, here, Judge, uh, I find Aliens to be the weakest of the four original Alien films. And but, I disagree. You know, whatever, mm. that's me, really? that's four, just me. Four. That's just me. That's me. This is my journey. This no, is my I know. Journey. Like I said, you are you are not wrong in but, your opinion. You're not uh, wrong. You're not. But, but like yeah, the thing is, not. I just get really annoyed because it's like when people are like Clifford the Big Red Dog's not a kaiju. I'm like, yeah, he's a fucking kaiju. He's a, kaiju. He's a strange he is, beast. He's a kaiju. How many yeah, times have is. you seen a red dog roaming around the town? Or like, um, you a know, twenty-five foot like, tall red dog. Yeah, you no, know, that's a kaiju. Get, when people are like, "Oh, well, if Aliens is a kaiju film, is Jurassic Park a kaiju film?" I'm like, in no. a way, yes, because they're genetically modified dinosaur monsters. Like, okay, or like, I'll if you want to be, okay, if you want to be yes, that, if yes. you want to be that, like, if. Like, like me Steph's being, splitting hairs. Me, me and the it is, but, I can yes. see. but like I can it is see splitting it. hairs. Yeah. But like if you wanted to be like a little bit more like you know, oh, we'll call it a dinosaur movie. Like, okay, fine, it's a dinosaur movie. But like, you know, if we're going to use the kaiju terminology, then yes, 
Indominus Rex and the Indoraptor would be kaiju because they're not. See, those are kaiju. Really. And all but the like, raptors. Those are kaiju, yeah. But then again, I just sit here and be like, we're a bunch of. Oh, yes, the, the Jurassic Park Dilophosaurus would count as a kaiju. Well, opinion. no, the Dilophosaurus was an actual dinosaur. It no, but not, not in the, the sense it, not of Jurassic Park. It was not, not portrayed not. correctly. It was no. where I was trying no. to go with which it, is you two. Weird, <laughs> which is weird because in the original novel, it is really. Like, all it has is, like, the venom spit and, like, fine. But um, but what's interesting because the reason why they downsized the Dilophosaurus in the movie was because they felt like it was too similar to what the Velociraptor looked like and it would confuse people. Yeah. Um, and I I don't understand it because like one has a crest, one doesn't. It's not that fucking hard, everybody. Yeah. But, We're also um, talking about 1990. I don't care. I'm a paleontologist <laughs> and I'm a stickler. Um, oh, that's you right. You are a paleontologist. Kid, you yeah. ask any kid, and they'll be able to tell you the difference between every single fucking dinosaur. That's, but that's like, bullshit. You know, it's this whole thing. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I get. So I'm looking upset. at it from marketing. Okay. I get, I get so upset with the word because, like, nothing gets me more upset when people call the host a, a kaiju film for a variety of reasons. Mm. Um, because that like, one's arguable. Well, here's the thing. The reason why I get weird is because I lived in South Korea for five years, and that right. was a long time. That was a very long time. I agree. And something I learned with living in an Asian country for so long is that Asian racism is really weird. It's a really weird thing. And whether I liked it or not, it's somewhat ingrained in my being. Um, and when people are like, what do you mean Asian racism is weird? I'm like, let me tell you two stories. One, when I was in Tokyo, Japan, I went to the Edo Museum which is an amazing museum to go to in Japan. If you're in Tokyo, go to the Edo Museum, because what it is, it's a museum dedicated to the history of Japan. It's a wonderful museum. Absolutely mm. stunning. Great artifacts, great art. And it's really cool that you can like walk through the halls and literally see the transition from prehistoric Japan to the modern day. Nice. As people who have probably did really well in your history classes... I'm sure you, like me, were quite interested about the museum section starting in 1930 to the 1940s. Um, and let me tell you, it didn't disappoint because it wasn't there. Uh, oh, gee, you wonder? Uh, there was one side of the hall that was like, we have an emperor. And then the other side of the hall was, we don't have an emperor. And America's here. And we don't know why. And there was this little plaque. And it literally was like... And then all of a sudden, Big Bag America showed up and dropped two bombs on us, and we don't know why to this day. And it's like, this is how, weird. How long ago was this? This, is, uh, this was uh, and when I was in high school, so probably 2008. But then, like, living in Korea, oh, okay. my first spring in Korea, spring happens, and they had cherry blossom season. Right. And I was shocked, because I was like, I didn't know there were Korean cherry blossoms. And my Korean friend was like, well, they're not Korean cherry blossoms. They're Japanese cherry blossoms. I'm yeah. like, oh, well, how did they get here? And I thought, birds. Don't because seed know. dispersal. <laughs> oh, you're, you guys are about to find out. Oh, so, I know. Uh, during World War II, the Japanese military went around South, well, went around South Korea and tore out all the national flowers and replaced them with Japanese cherry blossoms. So if they ever left the occupation, that Korea would always remember that Japan did at one time own them. Yeah, um, about so, right. yeah. I get a little weirded out when people are like, oh, it's such a great kaiju film because I'm like, it's a, that's a Japanese word with a Korean film that's about Korean nationalism because America is awful. Um, it, yeah, thank it's you, just a, It's just a... Living there was weird. <laughs> living where there was really weird. Uh, it was really weird. I mean, it well, wasn't I mean, weird. It was just... different. I loved it. I missed it all the time. But um, 
I mean, it's funny that you talk about like like Asian racism, right? Because I I am Spanish, right? I'm not Mexican. Right. I'm, I'm not Puerto Rican. I'm Spanish. Oh, and but aren't you at, all from Mexico? No, that's what American com- politics <laughs> know, has know, told me. So the thing is, is that DJ still lives in El Paso, Texas, and one of the funniest things is that because I don't speak with an accent, because I don't have dark brown skin, or you know, I know like you, you talk to my brothers and my family, they're like, "You're really brown." I'm like, "I'm really not." Uh, but anyways, uh, when it's it's really funny because I get racism from other Hispanics and other Latino people because I don't have an accent because I am tall because I'm broad shouldered because I pass as white and it's just it's really and the thing is that you're talking about this and I'm like yeah I know I yeah, know. It's, it's, yeah, there was a like one time, like me and Demi like went down to Mexico, not like the border town, with like the real Mexico, the country, yeah. and yeah, yeah, like, no, and, like, I'm not talking like the upper one. We're talking like, like yeah, no, middle. we're you know and, down like, uh, down south. And, like, and Dead Man walked to a, a a local, and he was starting speaking Spanish, and the local was looking at him was like, "Are you a fucking alien? What the fuck?" Like, and he he had all the uh, you know the pronunciations of everything, and he was like, you know, like you know, was like, and he was trying to explain. He's like, yeah, I'm Spanish. Like, he was like, and like and he had explained to me because I don't know Spanish, but he had explained to me like, Dem was like, fuck, dude. Like, he said like, no, no, you, no, you, you uh, no, you don't know the language. You know, you don't know. Uh, like, uh, they were trying to literally gatekeep language, and like, you're you not know, supposed to speak that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah exactly. So that reminds me of a funny story in Korea. I had my I have a few friends who speak Korean very fluently. Uh-huh. And one time we went to the movies, and I was like, can you order for us? Because I really want these How to Train Your Dragon cups. Because let me tell you, going to the movies in Korea was amazing, and I miss it every day. But I was like, I really want these cups, and I don't want to do the what I would call the quest for fire method. Um, so, like, my friend went up. She spoke perfect uh, Korean, and they had uh, no idea what they were talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had no idea what they were talking about. And then I eventually had to do the quest for fire method was like dragon cup two please for me me um eat you know i my one of my favorite jokes was like when i go to mcdonald's drunk in korea and i'd be like uh seta uh seta duge uh uh juiceo and then she'd be like would you like fries with that i'm like where a Fucking little button saying that you speak English, so I don't sound like a racist at two in the morning. Thank you very much, please. Um, I don't like having to speak English in this country. It makes me feel awkward, but you can speak fluent English. So, wear a sticker. But um, I need Speaking to know. Speaking of stickers, though, I, f- I found a word here. It's, it's called set pralat. Oh, set in pralat. Thai. Yeah, set pralat. Oh. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to get at is... Um, it turned out uh, my friend was like, oh, yeah, when Korean, when you're speaking Korean to a Korean and they don't know what you're saying, it's because they're not expecting you to speak in Korean. They think you're speaking English. So they're they're literally not they're thinking you're speaking English at them, which is why they don't understand because mm. they're going to be thinking like that sounds like Korean, but it must be English because they can't speak Korean. It's a layered thing. Well, I mean, like, well, well, DJ, when I I said earlier that DJ is German, I I wasn't kidding. He was born in Germany. Good for him. Good for you, DJ. In a lab. But uh, I remember, I remember. Uh, That, that joke is an interesting one. Nah, 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 nah. What kind of lab? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Which lab? (laughs) When lab? Which lab? When lab? About about the 80s. About the 80s. That's about all we have. But I I remember. uh, 
<laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. So, like, it's funny that uh, he he was born in Germany. He did speak fluent German. He came back to the states. I had to go visit him. Uh, one for like I think it was two days in Frankfurt when we met up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was two days in Frankfurt, and uh, DJ was still getting his German back. And yeah, there are black Germans in Germany, and it's and it's and it's really cool because you know like they, I keep forgetting that I'm in Germany, and I was only there for two days. You know what I mean? So it was really weird. And uh, you know, DJ speaking German, and then I'm the one that's freaked out because there's other black people there that are speaking German, and then it's like, right, right, I'm racist. Right, right. I'm an asshole. Yeah, yeah it's always yeah. fun when it's like, I, oh, I'm the racist. I'm the yeah, dickhead. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what was going on. Like sometime, like in the mid late '90s, for some reason, like a lot of German families like adopted American black children. Yeah, yeah. As you I, do, huh? As, as you do. do. Oh, I, yeah. And, and I don't. And to this day, I, I I don't know why. It was like it was it was like weird. It's like yo, like there's, there's black chillings. Let, 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 let's get them or something like that. I was like, what? <laughs> they needs the Germans. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know. It's like you guys want to start winning at the Olympics or something? I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I guess they gotta make up the, for the forties, the thirties. Yeah, the, the whole, the whole, the whole Jesse Owens thing. All right. I mean, we're just we're just trying to pay it back. All right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's still, still trippy that Hitler actually waved him. That's kind of that's kind of weird. You know what I just realized? I probably could have found out the answer of when the lake is getting its American release, but I'm not on Facebook anymore, and I was friends with the person who actually does a lot of the uh, distribution rights for um, foreign monster films in America, and he probably well, would have been, the answer. Hmm. Well, that that so, would be nice, Henry. Yeah, so, like, so sorry, like, guys. So, 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 so if I okay. understand correctly, so basically, you you hate it when they call it a guide you just because of the. You know, the, uh, the the Asian racism you've uh, I, it's a mixture of that course. but also it's just like I feel like I also there's a this is gonna sound weird but there's also like a little bit of like nationalistic pride in mm. it because like you'll meet fans who will not call for the life of them King Kong a kaiju because he's an American monster and it's upsetting because they're also the same people who will call the monsters in Pacific Rim kaiju, uh, and it's really confusing. And I just feel like it causes like I anywhere I see the word kaiju go, I see more problems. And yes, nerd communities, it's a bunch of people with no social skills. There'll always be problems, but um, yeah. you know That's what we are. Yes, you got to also remember <laughs> that like Godzilla exists because of one of my all-time favorite films. Uh, the American classic, The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, based off the Ray Bradbury short story, The Lighthouse. Right. And, you know, that came first. And that is the whole reason why Godzilla became a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. It's because originally Godzilla was supposed to be a giant octopus. But then they were like, oh, this atomic dinosaur is a good idea, so let's go with that one instead. Um, I, I, think, I think the dinosaur thing was more of an... Uh... Well, because I mean, okay, so well, so, Beast so, Beast came out literally the year before the fifty four yeah, release. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, yeah. what I was what I was gonna say is that you know, there's there's so much things that happen, and uh, you know, you would know, you know, the original origins of Godzilla has been changed so many fucking times, and the, the the story of what spawned the idea of Godzilla has been changed so many times. So I don't know which one to trust. You know what I mean? Well, the one I'm telling you is the right one because it's not the that's not the canon. It's from. <laughs> It's from his fucking biography. No, I do remember <laughs> hearing about the, the octopus because didn't they release yeah. the octopus kaiju later on down the road? 
Yeah, it's yeah. they. Well, I mean, you say release like whoa, Josh. What you say is they released an actual live octopus on the set, and they got the suit actor playing King Kong to fight it. And yeah. I know it's bad, but at the yeah. same time, how metal is that? And Edge oh, yeah. Subaraya no, that, being the special I'm effects master that he is, they had three to use. They released two, and he ate one of them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I remember hearing that like, was like that was the thing is he always wanted an octopus. That that was the big thing. They wanted yeah. an octopus kaiju, octopus kaiju, and they finally were able to do one. Octopus monster, monster, big ass killing thing. Did you imagine like being the guys? It was like, so what am I find? An octopus. Wait, what? Oh God, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, like like a store bought octopus? No, a Pacific octopus. That's a giant animal. <laughs> yeah, so yeah you're, what's you're, you're like you're like you're in this suit. You're just like, all right. So what am I fighting today, guys? An octopus. I'm sorry. DJ, did you <laughs> just throw Dead it at Man you? and DJ, <laughs> I, Josh, it sounds like you have, but have you guys seen the original King Kong versus Godzilla? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, so if it. you rewatch it. Um, now you'll be more excited because there's a scene where Kong has the octopus on his head and yep. he's yeah, yeah. fighting yep. it off. And it's the octopus. It's just a straight up octopus like panicking on this guy's face. <laughs> it's wonderful. Like I said, they just um, threw it on him. That's why I said yeah. it. Just, ah, ah, yeah, it's great. That's how, that's um, how it was keep done rolling. back in the 50s. Keep you know, rolling. I mean, it is. It's one of those things, too, where it's like, did you guys <laughs> ever see that? a bonus for today. Did you guys ever see that? Well, the bonus was getting eaten by Andrew Superaya, but... Um, but it's like, it's this whole thing where I just feel like, cause like, again, the beast from 25,000 fathoms, I'm literally looking at the poster right here. Cause it's honestly right. one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's a classic monster movie if you haven't seen it, but it's like so weird that like fa fans are like, well, giant monsters are only from Japan. I'm like, no, giant no. monsters are from all over the world. Yes. I'm still low key, really upset about this, um, carpenter announcement because I'm like, he's finally releasing it. He's finally releasing his little fan film of Godzilla fighting Gorgo. Um, oh. And no, it's just watching Godzilla movies with him. And I'm like, I have them all. I What's he going to say? Japanese wrestling is, so. for most part, it was Kong's job to make the octopus look good. Like, no, no offense to uh, Carpenter, but, like, what is he going to say that I'm not already thinking? Like, I just imagine him being old and going, like, oh, this is a great film. And I'm like, no yeah, daddy. Side, it is. No daddy. A it, is side note, it is John. It is John. Mi Mystery Science Theater 3000 season, I believe, 11, episode 1. They did Atlantic uh, Atlantic Rim. They did. All right. And oh, no. there is a song. Uh, there's a song that Jonah, the host, does uh, midway through that talks about all the different kaijus in the world. Um, I think that's is, the Reptilicus episode, actually. Is it the Reptilicus? I, I think it it's the, the Reptilicus episode. You know what? I no think one you're talks right. about. Right. This is why I'm the monster guy. <laughs> but uh um, Right, Reptilicus. I'm the walking talking monster encyclopedia. It upsets Lily a bit because Lily's like Lily has said it to people where it's like if Henry says he hates something, it's not that he like has looked at it and being like, Oh, I hate that. He's actually like gone, read all about it, he's watched all the material, and he has concluded, yes, after all this research and time, I hate this material. I do not enjoy it, and I do not like it. Um, you know, it's like when I tell people, like, I assume you three enjoy Pacific Rim, right? I like uh, it, yeah. I, do you I know how... The well, first how one. Did, I like the first how, one. The second how does, one. 
How does the category system work? What do you mean? Oh, like the category system why in the movie? The, yeah. How, how, what, what, if, if something's a category three, what does that mean? Isn't it uh, done wait. by hide and power? Nope. It's done by nope. Wait, isn't it? Nope. It's water it? displacement. Really? Wait. Yeah, it's wait. The, yeah, it's the amount of water that has been displaced by okay, the creature so coming out of the size? breach. Wouldn't that be size? Wait. <laughs> it's weight, yes, weight. Because no, you can have you can have a, a a little pebble of lead, but if that that thing drops in water, it displaces way more water because but of it's density. So annoying because people are like, "Oh, it's height and power," and I'm like, "No, it's no, the it's amount of water that mm-hmm. has moved with its movement," and that's and it bugs me even more okay. because then you realize they don't even know what the fucking thing looks like. They just have like a little blurpy map, so. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, well, I mean, give them give them a little bit of slack. They spent the last fifteen years kind of sidebarring. I'm sorry. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let I me saw... finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Hold on before uh-huh, you rant. Uh huh. They spent the last fifteen years sidebarring all the technology they had to uh-huh. build giant fucking suits. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way the that's the way it goes. You know, it's like hold on, we're gonna save back. the world. Leatherback. Leatherback. What about it? Uh huh. Great monster name. Great monster design. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at that blippity blop bloop, and I'm going, we're going to call it Leatherback. How do you know? Uh, It's a blob. I would have called it Ball, but, you know, that one was already (laughs) taken in 2012. It's it's so funny, because, like, if you guys check out our Pacific Rim episode, I really go into it. I, I did. I, I I listened to it. It's it, that was actually the first one I listened to because oh, I remember. Good. I'm so glad because you get to give me body shame Del Toro by accident. Ah, that's um, fine. Guillermo del Toro. Like yeah. like you do you do know to make you feel better. You do know that he makes jokes about his own weight. You constantly. do know that I called him a talentless fat fuck. Yes. In, at the end of my rant, and I still yeah. to this day apologize <laughs> because. He did He'd agree talent. with you. He did have He'd talent agree with once. You. He did have talent once. But um, no, it's one of those things where I just I just find it really fascinating how it's like everybody's an expert. And it's really upsetting because like read a book. Uh-huh. Just read a book. You know, it's that it's that simple. <laughs> um, like read a book or just like understand like do you guys know about Doug? Uh, which Doug? There's a lot of Doug. Sorry. Have you guys seen the meme about Godzilla versus Kong about Doug? Uh, no. So there's a meme called Titanus Doug. It is a dumb looking lizard in Godzilla versus Kong. It's a dumb lizard. It showed up in like a scene eating a bug. That's it. That's all it did. <laughs> okay. When the movie came out, people kept calling it a Photodon, which is the name of the dumb lizard in the 2005 King Kong. And I kept being like, they're not related products. They're not related films. Like, you can have a dumb lizard in a dumb movie. Um, So I I made a tweet on April Fool's going, that's not a Photodon. That's Doug. Godzilla's country bumpkin from the hollow earth who just sits around and watches TV and eats potato chips. It became the most tweeted tweet in my original, it came from a monster movie 
Twitter. Oh, I fucking hate that goddamn thing so goddamn much. <laughs> Look at him. He's so okay. happy, I though. I fucking hate it. Because the thing is, so yeah, well, I made, I made Doug. Are enjoying that? Yeah. I made Doug. I, I coined the term Doug for this stupid fucking lizard. And wow. um, I want him as a pet. So, so it sounds like you kind of screwed yourself on that one. I screwed myself on it because not only is it now official by yeah. even the fucking director that its name is Doug. Wow. And I still have not gotten any of the credit for it. Um, Legendary has a shirt on Amazon saying Doug of the Hollow Earth. And I am so mad. So mad. So, so mad. They're making money off of what you did. They're making money off a joke. Tweet. Oh, I'm still waiting for my royalties from Yo, uh, Kumar and uh, Harold Kumar to go now. to White Castle. Oh God! Wait, where to sell the shirt? I need to get one now on I'm Amazon. Where else would it be? That's funny. I'm it's sorry. So that, that, that is funny. No, it's it's funny, haha. But like, I've already told all my oh. friends when this next Godzilla vs Kong sequel comes out, oh. and if we're all in the movie seeing this film, oh my Doug, god, there's videos. There's ten if, minute if, videos of Titanus if, Doug. If mm-hmm. Doug shows up in the next Godzilla vs Kong Better. sequel, I am going to have to be dragged out of that theater like a madman oh. because I'll just be I'll be like the granddad in the Simpsons screaming this is fucking beautiful as I'm being pulled out of the church because I'll be just like foaming at the mouth about how like this stupid joke's going and I'm still struggling oh. to get my podcast in the original Giant Monster series off the ground. Trust me, I know how you feel, dude. Uh, Harold, and, I, I watched Harold and Kumar, and me and my buddy were just so fucking pissed. We oh. we wrote a story in high school. That literally is like maybe eighty percent Harold and Kumar, down to the fucking raccoon, down to the raccoon, and we got no credit for it. That sucks. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, me and Dead Man, we had that happen to us. Yeah, we don't talk about it because he likes to sue people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Wait, no, is no. this is this why is this the Rise of the Skywalker reveal? <laughs> no, <laughs> the leaked script. No, no, uh, no, it had nothing to do with This was like way back in the day. Like way, way back in the day. But, uh, yeah, so. <gasps> I yeah, can't do okay. it. So, I yeah. hate that stupid fucking lizard. <laughs> it's beautiful. So, like, I'm changing my uh, wallpaper. But it's it's kind of, okay, so basically your problem with the lake is so, so it's just, I, mean, I think I understand your problem with like the lake, but if kaiju literally means strange creature and the creature of the lake is a strange creature. No, just say cre- strange creature. No, but I'm saying, like, I'm just saying I don't like so, it because I don't like the use of a Japanese term for a Thai film, I guess is the word I'm u- using for. Well, so you don't um, like the, you don't like the cross-contamination of the word. Like, I would just say, like, if you're speaking English, just say giant monster movie. Just say or a monster oh, movie. Don't, I'm, don't throw in. I'm saving this. Unknown Shh. politics into your monster. I mean, I say this mm. as I'm like a big advocate, throw politics so, into your monster movie, but. Well, then okay then okay, okay okay so you don't like the cross okay you don't like the cross so let's just, let's just stick to the proper terminology if it's japanese then it's a kaiju if it's thai it's this if it's american it's this or just say monster movie just yeah. make it so, simple just say a monster movie because so i wait, like that's if, what I if, if that's the case then why are you calling aliens a kaiju film since it's american made it's a it's a joke oh. it's a joke comment oh, okay. that i do because like if you tongue listen to cheek. the thing because like it's very tongue-in-cheek because like um lily always gets at me about my kaiju rant but when we were doing the aliens commentary dead men heard it where like lily and i had talked about it and then i just was like okay then 
then Aliens is my favorite kaiju film because based off the logic you are giving me about the definition of that term, then I can call Aliens in good conscience a kaiju film through and through. Oh, 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 okay. Now I understand. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, wait a minute. Like, it's like, you know, okay, so yeah. Okay, so it's just a, okay, tongue-in-cheek go. Okay. It's a, I'm going to yeah, start calling a, Hobgoblins kaiju movies now. I mean, you can. Like, that's the thing. Like, either use, don't use the word or use the word for everything that you would say monster movie for and just stop it. Please stop reminding <laughs> me of my... And it seems hey. like you. Uh, and it seems like you, you, uh, so your issue of people pretty much knowing everything it is, isn't it? is uh, is akin to. Uh, this is my new favorite. It, thing. It's pretty much like I guess internet. Uh, what do you want to call it? In, uh, internet uh, entitlement. Entitlement. Because I just think just it's really out. weird. Yeah, I think it's just really weird because I've actually messaged people like, "Hey, I did that. Like, if you thought this was funny, you know, I'm writing my own original giant monster <laughs> series, and it's like, please don't promote yourself." And I'm like, I'm the one that made the tweet. This is my tweet thread. Yeah, you know? I created this, this, damn it! I, this is so, my joke. <laughs> okay, so I, I want to... Okay, so now, now, that we've, now that we've fucked around for a now little I'm while... Looking, now I'm going to see it. I have the screenshot of it somewhere. I'm oh, please, please it. fucking do. This is gorgeous. I love this. Anyway, so let's 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 go back to the beginning here. What made what inspired you to make it came from a monster movie podcast? Because when I... There was, there was something that was... An original piece of like like it was kind of like a riff tracks kind of thing way back in the 80s on public television it was called it came from a monster movie and it was kind of like a riff track yeah yeah oh yeah and it was uh it was a comedy thing it was it was very it was very roasty and, i had uh, no idea <laughs> yeah uh -oh. Oops. Uh, better see if no, that's no, copyrighted no. <laughs> no 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 it's not copyrighted the fucking thing doesn't doesn't exist anymore like it, it, it was a it was a no it was a show in the eight in the 80s uh and it uh it was very low it, it, it was on it was on paragon dj so you know how small mm. it was okay, um, yeah. for those of you who don't know paragon is literally like a centralized cable network to like west texas uh, south, southern New Mexico. I sadly and was, remember Paragon for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it came from a monster movie, and uh, the th the thing is, is that you know, uh, I, I was wondering where 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 did all this come from? Like, what what inspired you to do this show? Um, I was inspired to do this show. Okay, great. I'm like thinking, oh, I can do this, and now it's like not letting me find this. He's the equivalent of Cliff Clavin from Cheers, but a lizard. <laughs> Says Danny. Yeah, everyone loves Cliff, but he plays no part in whatsoever. I, oh, that's why I love Doug now. So I, I made I'm going to get Doug tattooed. <laughs> Let the guy he reminds me of damn. He reminds me of the American Godzilla if he were to get on roids. Yeah, you know what I mean? Henry, yeah, I, I, you, believe me, Henry, I, I feel your pain. I no, know it's just the through. more... No, I don't mind the interruptions. The interruptions are fine because I've been no, told no, like, I talk too no, much. No, the actual problem. But, I know what you're going through. Yeah, like... It's like, I opened up to you guys, and now you're just making and fun we of love my you trauma. For it. We are not making fun of it. We are loving it. This is one of the best There's fucking things ever. There is yeah. a difference. We love this. We don't, I, we're not hating on it. ribbing going on. <laughs> I will... I will... Find the fucking picture somewhere, and then I'll post it on Twitter for your fucking benefits. You don't have to. I'm already. I'm already. No, because I I need to remind the internet again in my silent voice that yes, I made this dumb joke, legendary. Because like, it's. I think it is time for me to do my my 
several months later, tweet at Legendary being like, where's my fucking royalty money for this goddamn <laughs> Where's my Doug shirt? money? Just where's every, my Doug money? Every couple days, just where's my Doug money? Anytime <laughs> I see it. You either get a deceased, desist and decease order or you'll get your money, one of the two. It's, it's one of the things. Like, look, they could pay me to shut up about it. Like, I'm, I'm okay with even that. They can just be like, here's a, oh here's God. like, here's a grand. Stop oh. complaining, and I'm like, fine, oh, fine. Leave us, leave okay. us alone. Just. I want to change the title of this fucking stream to "Where's My Doug Money." Oh my god, that's beautiful. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Henry. Actually, I now I'm... I sit here being like, "Hey, Lily, this might be a merch idea." Where's my Doug money? Where's my Doug money? I'll help design it. I'll help design it if you need to. Cease to this motherfucker. Give me my Doug money, says Danny. <laughs> Anyways, so what? What inspired you? Getting back to the question, what inspired so, you to make this podcast? So growing up. I've always loved monster movies. Always. Yes. Me too. And the thing is, growing up, um, I didn't mean to, but I've kind of made it the basis that most of the time my group of friends, I'm usually the only one who has the interest <clears throat> that I have. Um, and what I used to do is I would pretty much like, a great example of it is how I made friends in college. When I lived in the dorms, I used to go to Publix and I would buy a bunch of food and I would come back. And I'd go in the common area and I'd put up all this food. And being in college, all that food would drag other members of my dorm to the common area. So the bribe technique. Then I would be like, oh no, guys, I got all this food, but I can't eat it all by myself. Wanna help? And they'll be like, sure, free food. And I'm like, do you guys mind? I was going to put on a movie. Do you guys want to watch the movie with me? And they're like, you got the food. Of course Henry will watch the movie with you. And then as the DVD slid in, I was like, we're watching Godzilla Final Wars, everybody. <laughs> the 2004 Wow, film. I was the complete opposite. I was like, just get the fuck away from me. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> my thing is, I think in, you know, bringing up Mystery Science Theater, I think I just really enjoyed the idea that, like, creature features are, like, it's enjoyed this is gonna be, a group. This is going to be a very jumpy conversation for me, but have you guys heard the studies about why, um, why like there are bad jokes and your like Christmas crackers are on your ice ice pops? No. Do you know no. why they're bad jokes? Like why they go out of the way to make sure they're as bad as they can be? Well, I, everyone loves a bad joke. It's it. Not only does everyone love a bad joke, it's scientifically proven that bad jokes bring people together, um, because everybody is yeah. united in the sheer and utter hatred of a bad they joke. Kind of like dad jokes. So, you know, and creatures the world. Yeah, creature features. <laughs> yeah. Creature features kind of have that soft spot. But the other thing is, I realize like. I can get people to watch Jurassic Park really easily, but I can't get people to watch like certain Godzilla films really easily. Even though like when I eventually do get them to watch it, they're like, oh, that was really good. And I'm like, yeah, why did you think they weren't good? So the purpose of it came from a monster movie is not really like to review movies, but more to make movie to present films in a way where like you can like we watch these creature features and then we grade them and you know we're not grading them for like as nerds. This is how nerds like it. We're grading these movies for their accessibility to others. Um, you know, like I'm proud to say we gave Jurassic Park an A minus because 
I'm a big old book nerd, and I prefer the book over the movie. And like Lily, don't and get I me have... started with Lost World. Do yeah. not get me started oh, with Lost yes. World. Oh. Film or book? Yes. Book. Okay. Fucking, no, I mean the film is horrible. I love the fucking book. The book was amazing. We're not friends, apparently, in about five minutes. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Apparently, like, well, we're here to you talk also claimed you also claimed that you didn't like Aliens. So now, I mean, this I didn't is, say I didn't yeah. like Aliens. I just say it's the weakest of the four films. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're I know what I say. We put uh, ourselves uh, in the right uh, place. We put ourselves in the but, right place. Um, yeah. But the thing is, like. So, like, I've been doing this show for about three years. I originally did it with my an old friend of mine from my youth, um, who was my editor, Zach. And then, um, then uh, you know, the original run of It Came From a Monster Movie was from 2000, 2019. No, hold on. No, 2019. It was 2019 to 2020? Uh, yeah. 2020, I think, is when it finally kicked... No. 2021 is when it finally kicked the bucket. Um, I had I actually had to end the original run of it. Came, I, I retired this damn show, to be completely honest. I had no right. intentions of coming back. I retired the show because um, a person on Twitter had an opinion about Godzilla vs. Kong, and I, I always thought that our difference of opinion was good engaging conversation but apparently it just no made me uh, apparently it made me a transphobic racist queer hating incel um excuse me from for in my time godzilla because uh, they had the opinion that it sh- that it didn't work because the monsterverse films are more akin to christopher nolan's batman films and i was like what like I need to find your stash because I would love to I'm be smoking what you're smoking. Really? Yeah, no shit. Um, I know. Like shit. no, I was what? very confused too. But uh, pretty much, yeah. Uh, I started. I started getting like death threats um, in wow. my DMs on Twitter. Well, then that means you're doing it right. Uh, yeah. They were really intense ones, and I just was not really in the mental headspace. And then that's also when people were rating bombing me. Wait, wait, wait. Um, um, did they explain why they think it's like? Compared to Christopher Nolan, Batman. Yeah, I'm yeah. still trying. It wasn't uh, great. I, I'm still trying to get the two together. It was the like, emotional depth of Godzilla's character, is akin to Christopher Nolan's Batman. What? Wait. It's a whole, my head hurts. Yeah, hold the fuck I got, I gotta get a drink. Hold on. I'm. Sorry. They're they're not they're not on Twitter either because pretty much they they did this whole thing and it just became such a mess. But then I. I eventually had to email because they wrote for a magazine that I'm just not going to list because I don't even think that magazine exists anymore. But I pretty much wrote them a letter because they were eventually, I mean, it wasn't them particular, but their tweets were inciting their fans to pretty much, um, and this is a whole other conversation, but like this is when I first experienced the gatekeeping of metal, mental health on social media. Yeah, we, um, we know about that. Yeah. <laughs> So there is no. Um, it was just a lot of stuff, and I was not having <laughs> the fun with the show, good. and I was trying to get things going, and it was getting harder and harder for me to get content made. So I was like, I'm going to retire it because this is not bringing me nothing but misery, and I'm very, very tired of the fact that I am getting all this like hate. And I got rating bomb. I had for two years. I had a solid five star rating on iTunes because I'm a generally. I was. It's a fun show. Like I'm right. proud of my show. It is fun. 
Uh, but I got rating bombed because of that. And then, you know, I mean, when people are like, how bad is the Godzilla community? And they're like, I've been called a racist twice because I went to Africa. Um, twice. Jesus, what the fuck would they call me finding out that a Spaniard went to Germany? Right? I want them to listen to rabbit ears Nothing. and then come at me because, like, I... <laughs> yeah, no is, shit. like, confusing it's, as hell to me. Is, it's, not, like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the whole giant monster community, but, like... You know, no, the, there's like a the, sect, and yeah. Well, the thing is, the the issue with fandoms in general is the representation of fandom is always by the loudest people, and all the loudest people have no social skills and have not seen, have touched grass in like a month. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, and again, though, this was another thing about why I did it came for a monster movie is because um, oh, I had a smart thing to say. It was a smart thing. It was a really smart thing, guys. I swear to God, it was a smart thing. We believe thing. you. Henry, you were in a safe place, bro. Oh, what like, was I we love you. It was Don't even worry about that. Um, but, like, pretty much... Oh, no, it's because the other thing was... The thing I can't stand about fans is when people come up to me and apologize for not seeing Jurassic Park. And I'm like, why are you apologizing to me for not seeing a piece of media? Like, And realizing that fandoms have done that like when people have not seen like oh i'm sorry i never seen game of thrones and some people like are literally foaming at the mouth yeah we've, like, we've had that it's it's setting up a bad example of like why do you think people are not enjoying this media it's because like when you say you haven't seen it you're like about to murder somebody so you've been you've you've you're only giving those people more reason of a negative interaction so it came from a monster who's supposed to be more of like positive like you know oh you haven't seen it because i usually go around like to people be like, hey, have you seen this movie? No, I need you on this show. Like, a great example was when we did The Monster Squad. Yeah, um, yeah, I, read, I heard that one too. Oh. Yeah, so we did The Monster Squad. Um, Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah, the, the Ghostbusters meets the Goonies. Um, but I had Andre Gower on, um, who was the main character in The Monster Squad. He was the kid. Yeah, yeah. I got him on the show, mm -hmm. and then That's I got awesome. my buddy who wrote for a variety of horror magazines, and his kids, they've grown up on it. He grew up on it. They've grown up on it. But then I got my friend Biscuit, who's a horror Twitch streamer, and she had never seen it, ever. Right, she didn't right. even know it existed. So, like, we watched it with Andre Gower, and I'm really proud to say that she gave me the best moment of my show, which was when Andre was like, did you like my movie? And she was like... I can see why people like it. It wasn't for me. And I'm like, this is great. Like, I'm so glad that you just said that to this man's face. But, like, it was fun because he he enjoyed being part of the conversation, too, hearing, like, how much, like, a film's nostalgia can affect a viewing and why Absolutely. I do go try and find new yeah. people. Um, and, you know, like, and the, and the only reason why it came from a monster movie is back. The one reason, and the one reason that will keep this show on the air um, is Lily who sadly couldn't make it tonight, but one day she messaged me and she was just like, why aren't we do, why aren't you doing this? And I was like, yeah. because it made me sad and the Godzilla nerds are mean and they wrote me really mean things like constantly. And I kept being called a liar and a traitor and a white person and all what? this horrible, horrible okay, stuff. Okay, so, so I, I got one follow-up question to this. I'm How secretly a Republican, guys. Oh, we don't care. <laughs> We don't care. Uh, well, I'm a how, I'm a Trump Republican. Apparently, that's still don't care. I, I I love talk about politics. I can talk about politics all day. <laughs> yeah, but we don't on this show. Uh, but the the thing is, is I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to connect the dots of Kong versus Godzilla and transphobia. That's where that's where my it's because is the happening. person was trans. That's the only reason. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, because that's fucked. the thing. But that's the get thing, fucked. though. Those but people can absolutely get fucked. I'm not trying to justify them, but here's the other thing, though. We live in a society now where, like, one of the reasons why fans get so up in arms is because you say you don't like a fandom now equivalates to you not liking a person for their race or gender or whatever no, yeah, you yeah. have it. And like, yeah, it's really that. scary when identity is so blended in and like it came from a monster movie. It's literally trying to not do all that. Um, like we're just, we're not trying to like, I get people on all the time. I've had my own mother on and I made her, <laughs> it was, it was a weird experience. Cause we did the film, the, uh, the Hungarian film white, God, which is a movie that I thought was going to be Rise of the Planet of the Apes, but with stray dogs, and no. it was none of that. No. Um, no. But it was, I mean, it was cool. I'm happy I saw it, but, you know, it's just this whole thing that I've learned in my years of podcasting, but Lily was like, if I said I'd do it with you, would you do it again? And I was like, Maybe. And, like, Lily and I did a lot of negotiations. I Originally, originally there was supposed to be four of us. It was supposed to be me, uh, uh, Lily, my buddy, Michael Hamilton, who is a great guy. Uh, he does, he's one of the creators for the Kaiju Ramen magazine, as well as a few other podcasts that he's done. Um, really, really great uh, person to uh, check out and his work, especially with Kaiju Ramen, because uh, there's an article about Apex on that. But uh, in their latest issue, but um, uh, we also had an artist friend of mine who is no longer really in the uh, the group. But uh, and Michael's just too busy, so it's now me and Lily, which is honestly great because Lily and I are. Uh, you guys are fun. Yeah, we're a really surprisingly good team. Like not only are we good friends, but we're very good at this. Um, but you know, the only re- like I said, the only reason why we're in hiatus is because my mental health kind of went nuts, and Lily had to move. But we're coming back. We're doing. We're going to go back to doing commentaries, and we're going to do mainline episodes most likely next year. Um, well, we would love that to be jazz. on. Yeah, we no. Well, you guys are definitely coming on because Lily and I. De- like maybe we'll do the shark movie. Make it a full circle experience. Oh, dude, we, um, we have so, we have so many movies to roast. I, and you have no I idea. Would, I, I actually already be know on the shark movie. No, I already already know the whole cast. That I would definitely need to get either all three of you or at least one or two representatives and then i'd get my buddy who's a world war ii historian and there then i'd go. get my buddy um i would find one of my marine biologist friends who's a shark expert and have their opinions because that's what Dude, i do down. like all of it came from monster movies me like like we have a little shop of horrors episode that's going to be coming out soon oh and no. i got I got a friend, my friend Sammy Amounts is a phenomenal voice actor. She voice act Genesect in the Genesect movie. Um, she's she's done everything. She's That's amazing. hilarious. She's one of my now, that is, is this funny. the original Little House of Horror or is this the newer uh, The musical. The musical, uh, okay. Yeah. But um, we have that episode going out and then Lily brought her friend who's an artist who does not like musicals. And then I spent about a month on Twitter because I was like thinking, oh, I should get a botanist on this episode. And then I was like, I need to remember who I know as a botanist. So I just spent like weeks researching botanists. Uh, and I eventually found one. And they were so, great. And we had a really great time. And they had never seen it either. So like it was a super fun time to like. Um, <clears throat> so like, here's, here's something else. I, I actually kind of 
we have something to tie into this. And Josh, I actually want to get a story from you in a second. But the whole racism thing with fandoms, we recently experienced this with our Twitter. So uh, we put up a Twitter because uh, Grave Robert, one of our other hosts, and I were on the phone. We were actually fan casting a movie, a reboot of Little Shop of Horrors. To which we said, for the all-black cast, and DJ, I want your input on this, for Audrey, Tessa Thompson, for Audrey 2, Wesley Snipes, for Seymour Krellborn, Donald Glover, for uh, Oren Scrovello, DDS, Michael B. Jordan, for Mr. Mushnick, Cedric the Entertainer. Okay. And that's, we just did a fan cast. Well, how dare you for having an opinion that made it accessible for other people? How dare you? Now, here's the racism part. Going right? on the internet with words like that? Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? I know. <laughs> we had the Latino or the Latin X okay. uh, remake of Little Shop of Horrors. Audrey was going to be America Ferreira. Audrey too, Antonio Banderas. Michael, Michael uh, Peña as Seymour Kilborn. Pedro Pascal as Oren Scrivello, Mr. Moshnik. Uh, George Lopez. Now, what you don't see here is because my, my other host blocked him, was that there was people actually commenting that Latin X is a racial slur towards Latin and Hispanic people and that we need to know our place. That's right, me, the hosting creator of VT Network, Miguel. Damn. How dare a you? Spaniard. How is somehow you? slurring my own fucking race. <laughs> yeah. It's and like I, I really wanted to respond, but l luckily cooler heads prevailed, and my our other co-host said just fucking block them, not gonna deal with that bullshit. But I like I'm, I didn't want to address it, and I'm, I'm just kind of now that you brought it up, Henry, I kind of want to address it, motherfucker. You don't speak for me, and you don't speak for the Latin X or Hispanic community. Mm. Don't ever fucking tell me who or what I am. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, and so like, it's really, it's that's actually a weird phenomenon that you were talking about that, and I kind of wanted, kind of just wanted to touch on that, but I mean, so I mean, let's let's, uh, what, what do you guys think of the fan cast? Let's just move past the whole racism bullshit because before I get fired up again, what do you guys think of the fan casts? Approve or disapprove? I like it. I mean, I, I do would, too. Like, I have no complaints. Like, I just. You know, Seymour. I think stories. Yeah, I could see be told. Donald Glover as Seymour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he could play nerd really well. Michael, Michael, see, I don't know enough about Pedro or Michael about the Doctor though. Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian, and Michael. Oh. Okay. Michael Duh. B. Jordan was Killmonger. Yeah. No. Like it's okay. It's, okay. Yes, yes, I agree. You'd have fun. Like, that's the thing. Like, I always am a big fan of seeing... I want to see perf different performances. Like, that's why, yeah. like, plays are fun, because you can see people yes. in, like, different... Performing different things. And but, the thing like, is, is that God we... God forbid... Yeah, I know. Yeah. We wanted... We, want, we were choosing actors that were just goofy enough, you know what I mean, to just to have fun with the roles rather than take them super, super seriously and kind of ruin the experience. Oh, yeah. So we, we went with, like, George Lopez. We wanted to do a recast for Mr. Mushnick as uh, Mel Brooks, but we didn't, do a, we didn't do just a normal recast. I wanted to do these and just, you know, show the world that, hey, we still got actors out there and we still have minority actors, and honestly, these could be really fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, DJ, what, what did you think of the cast, man? Actually, this does work. Actually, it does. Yeah. yeah. 
No, it, it works well. I mean, this is the thing. Like, I get so excited about... I love seeing different casts, to be honest. And if I look preoccupied, it's because I'm trying to remember... I'm trying to say the right plug for uh, the uh, botanist. But um, I don't know, guys. Like, it's just... Uh, Casey. Uh, Casey K. Palm, Palm on uh, Twitter is a fantastic okay. botanist who, because what I was trying to say is they study plant hybrids um, and hybridization, and they had never seen Little Shop of Horror. So it was super cool to, like, Casey yeah. just spent the time, like, explaining what kind of plant object two was. But, like, what, and we even talked about this as well, um, but we talked about, like, queer casting for Little Shop, like, how much fun it would be for, like, to make, you know, uh, Audrey to female, like, you know, being performed by a female voice actor or, right. um, you know, making uh, Audrey and uh, Krellborn uh, lesbians, like little nerdy lesbians and stuff. Yeah, that's like, still it'd be, cool. Or, like, make Audrey trans. Like, there's just so, like, and this is the thing, this is the wonder of creature features is that really anyone can play. <laughs> Anything. Yeah, there is no yeah. set standard. Like, you don't, yeah. you don't, there's no... There's no role unless you force it, which is why, like, some films don't work. But, like, you know, if uh, going back to the ever-scoping Alien conversation, like, Alien, the, the original script, there was no casting. There was just, like, this person, no. that person, this that person. person. Yeah. And, like, we we talked about it in our Aliens conversation. Um, uh, what What is the character's name? An alien. Uh, Lambert. Lambert. Uh, Lambert's trans. trans. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lambert's a trans character. Like, yeah, it's I'm surprised how many people didn't know that. Yeah, because it's really... DJ, DJ's actually the one who pointed it out to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't notice. I didn't yeah, know Yeah, so uh, it's a blink I, and you notice it moment. But um, when in Aliens, when they're doing like the, the lawyer talk and they have everybody's backgrounds in the back, Lambert's profile goes up and it shows that Lambert's trans. Um, future space, but um, <laughs> but it's just like it's why Alien is so much fun. Like it's why monster movies can be so much fun because you really can just like put people in. Because like I, plug I, and chug. I I feel like you guys would have be able to like give me good answers to this, but like Please I do. Please I uh, I love the Ghostbusters reboot. Yes, I, I I love it Wait, thoroughly. <coughs> the 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 sequel or the all female reboot? The all female reboot. Uh, I love I, it. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy uh, and it. And I also will tell people watch the original cut, like the extended cut. It's a good cut. Yeah, because it's got all the it's it's better at showing like all the original actors show up and all that jazz. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and tells the story. <laughs> the a chemi bit better. the chemistry between the girls were great. Right, I, and like, like I did enjoy is, that. Liam's Hensworth, like, oh, it's too loud, is probably my favorite joke of the whole fucking movie. Uh, when he covers his no, eyes. Best joke, best but, joke in the whole fucking movie is you're the, you're the mayor from Jaws. That's yeah, the best fucking joke in the but, whole movie. But the thing is, like, I'll meet people that are like, oh, I didn't like it. I'm like, please tell me a valid criticism about that movie that is not them being women. Okay. Like for the I love will. of yeah. God, I yeah. will. I will. I, yeah. I, I some of the one. some of the jokes were which, forced, which is why I said I think you three could do that easily. But I have met people where that stops the conversation. 
Oh, really? Yeah. No, not at all. I no, here, here's that. okay. You know what? I'll, I'll let DJ go first because I'm the one yeah. who actually did a whole video on this, so I can yeah. I can expand on it. So, DJ, go ahead, man. Yeah, no, like my problem with the 2016 Ghostbusters is never because they were all female. That's no. never been an issue for me. When you look at the Ghostbusters, you think of the four Ghostbusters: Peter Venkman, Egon Spangler. Winston Zedmore and Ray Stantz. They are literally synonymous with Ghostbusters. They are literally synonymous with the symbol. You know, you think the symbol, you think the four Ghostbusters, that's literally it. My problem with that film, there's only one problem, because the film itself, they did, the, 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 the four actresses did a great job. They, you know, everything is spot on. My problem is that is honestly, once again, the upper management people doing the mm -hmm. stupid decision. Like I said, you know, it, it, it happens all the time is that they tried to sweep the legacy of the original four under the rug. I always said before, you want to know how to fix this film? Do what the newer one did. Make it a pass-the-torch film. That's literally all you could do. You don't have to change the word of dialogue. It's like, heck, it'd just be like just opening like opening prologue. It's like, uh, like you know, like say Winston Zesmore. It's like, you know, here. It's like, you know, I found that you had this equipment here. You know, take it. You're the Ghostbusters now. That's it. That's all you literally had to do. Yeah. Just make it somehow. Just give the original Ghostbusters your blessing. Go nuts! I I think they try to do that with the cameos, but like I said, yeah. it's one of the reasons why I think if you watch the like the extended cut of the film, it it for me it has that feeling better. I think. Yeah, I did. The torch. I, yeah, I did hear that a proper one, but in the end, it's still in the end, it's still just cameos. You know? No, right? We, and we, we need the characters but to I, say this, yeah. right? And then, um, I mean, I always sit here being like, my favorite Ghostbusters cast was the Extreme Ghostbusters because it was very diverse and it showed a lot of really cool characters. And that show is great. I think it's on Hulu, actually. It is. Yeah, yeah. no, like, Man, honestly, I haven't, yeah, watched, uh, I haven't watched that in ages. Shit. Yeah, Extreme Ghostbusters, I feel, is, is overrated. I mean, it was a solid show. It's just that it just came off the heels of the first show. And that's one problem. Like, when you're coming off the heels of a, of a successful show, there's a you lot have, to you look have, up you to. You have big shoes to fill. Exactly, and that's the problem. But yeah, no, 2016, no. I, I, no. Like the, the, four, the girls, no, no, never a problem. It's just that, once again, upper management screw, like screwing the pooch. Once again, it's like, dude, this is an easy fix. Just acknowledge the previous and your goal. That's literally all you have to do. It so, could just be like a, a passing comment. Yeah, just don't sweep it under Something. the rug. So here's, here's my problem with the 2016 uh, film. And here's my biggest problem with the 2016 film. Everybody, everybody, and I do mean that everybody, told the writers, do not write yourself out of the timeline. The fans did it. The original four, or when the original three did it, and said, look, we don't mind you doing a reboot. Just don't write yourself out of the timeline. Don't do that. If you do that, even as a reboot, you're gonna you're gonna have problems. That's that's the first problem. So they completely took that in, that 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 suggestion, that idea of you know giving the fans the continuity, and threw it out the fucking window. Secondly, none of these actresses had really worked together in a larger capacity, so their dynamic and their ability to bounce off each other was very stunted. And I don't know, maybe it's because of shooting days or how quickly they had to get to know each other. Uh, but it, for me, it, it, it went to the office, to Parks and Rec. It went to this awkward humor that I f can't fucking stand. And uh, 
it lost the original playfulness of who uh, the original Ghostbusters were. They were goofballs. They were scientists. They were doctors. But more for first and foremost, they were friends. And you always got mm-hmm. that dynamic. You always got the idea that they were friends. However, in this cast, they started diametrically opposed views. Yes, I'm a scientist. Fuck your ghost thing. Okay, well, now I'm a believer. Fuck the scientist thing. But it, it, it never coerced in the way that the original Ghostbusters did. And lastly, lastly, you, they, they haphazardly stuck references to the originals, and that includes the cameos, with Slimer, with Mrs. Slimer, with yeah. the, Stay Puft Ghost, uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I only say this again because I will say I find the extended cut a lot more cohesive with these. With I, I will have, I'll, I'll give the extended cut a shot. I, I will. I will because you say so. I will. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> However, uh, the... It never... They never felt cohesive. Like, like you could look at Egon... And Ray's relationship, as well as with Vinkman's, and you can all know you can know that they were all fucking friends. Even Winston, being the new guy, being integrated, he had a really deep conversation with Ray, where even Ray kept it light rather than delving into the topic. And I reference this scene a lot, but it's my favorite fucking scene regarding uh, Winston and Ray. And it's when they're driving back over the bridge, and Ray tells them, "Hey, uh, I'm sorry." Winston tells Ray, "Hey, do you believe in God?" And Ray says, "Never met him." Yeah, he keeps the he keeps the tone light. He's trying to integrate Winston into this atmosphere that that Ray, uh, um, Zedmore, and, and fucking you know he's trying to cohese him in. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, in this other in this other 2016 reboot, they're always a diametrically opposed opposing views. They never co they never really coerce. Uh, you know, you have also the blatant fucking racism of the black character slapping the shit out of somebody else, spewing some bullshit gospel, even though New York is one of the most atheistic cities in the world, and it it it's they they had. So much to work with, and they chose the lowest hanging fruit to make the comedy from with a team that had not worked together in a capacity to be gelled enough to bounce off each other. That is my actual criticism of the 2016 movie. The idea that they're females has nothing to do with it at all because Holtz is my favorite fucking character from that movie because she's the only one that feels like a Ghostbuster. Yeah. Oh, she was my favorite character. Yeah. Like, out of the I whole agree. thing, she was my favorite character. I, you know, it's funny. There's a part of me that sits here being like, you know what probably is another great way to look at the two Ghostbusters about how, like, if you like it or didn't like it. Oh. Depends on which era of SNL you like. Because they're all SNL That's actors. True. They're like, that Ghostbusters is, yeah. is, in theory, just yeah. a big old SNL skit. It um, is. So like and that's and it's the vibe like because they're all from the more newer SNL and uh, you know everybody in the original. But I can't I can't go with that because Stripes came out way before Ghostbusters and that was Harold Ramis, that was uh, Bill Murray, that was. It's uh, it's a really weird era of filmmaking too, Um, because I think this is also around the time when John Landis killed a man. Was this around the time when John Landis killed a man? Yeah, this was. Uh, <laughs> <Siri>. so, <laughs> but uh, in all in all reality, but that that's my that's my actual breakdown of the 2016 movie, and uh, there there is there is a lot of ways to fix that. But I think that the director who had done Pitch Perfect 
uh, with Anna Kendrick and all of her friends. Literally, all of those people were friends. Uh, they all had all come up through different menus, and they had all act together and work together. So Anna Kendrick and a lot of these people in, in Pitch Perfect were really used to bouncing off each other because of the humor that they embodied. So I think that the director kind of thought he was going to get the same thing with this cast. You and know, he it's didn't. it's weird because you keep like I'm not saying I don't believe you, but like. Lily, you know, I really wish I brought this up when Lily and I did this, but <laughs> actually, I got really, I, I have to get going. But no worries, that's okay, brother. Yeah, no, really check out the yeah. really yeah, check but... out that extended edition. I'll tell yeah, you what, I'll, I, I, I'll give it a shot. Like you see, more quickly, I will. I will give it a shot. Like I, said, I always try to give 2016 a fair chance. I, I really, yeah. really do. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll talk. I, I'll try and contact you Tuesday, Dead Man, so we can like do some more planning and stuff. Press X to doubt. Bitch. Yeah, you really gonna you really gonna pull that car with your audio bullshit? Like, I am. no, 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 motherfucker! Like, oh man, it's like, no, no, like, oh my goodness, like, it's just not nothing works, you know, like whatever. It like, didn't work. Editor. No, yeah, actually, sure. it, it was the update that actually fixed it. Like, I was waiting for a big update, and it, and it and it actually did fix it. So, all right, fuck you. But anyway, okay, but uh, yeah, I gotta get going. So, uh, DJ, it was uh, great. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. Hope you go be on the show again. And yeah, no. Hopefully, we'll get you guys on the show again too. Well, my show for the first time, but again and again. Yes, yes. Right. Wibbly wobbly tiny again. stuff. I got that tattoo. Right. Where is it? Right there. <laughs> Where is it? I forgot. Um, the TARDIS. <laughs> oh yeah, and you know, and before I go, R.I.P. Coolio, Gangsta's Paradise. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Sad. <sighs> Yeah. Once again, we'll watch that legend. Gravity Falls episode. Yeah. God damn. So, um, so what, what, what were, you, what were you saying, Henry? Right. Oh, I was gonna say, um, so Lily and I have a, to be released soon the Jurassic World Dominion commentary, but we did Jurassic World Dominion's extended cut. Right. It is so. Lily hated that movie. Really. <laughs> Lily hated Dominion a lot. I liked it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm with you on that one. But I feel better about it because when we did the when we watched the extended edition and did our commentary for it, Lily now likes that movie because the extended edition adds just small scenes. Like we realized that they're literally like they cut like just a line out, and it still makes the movie better. And that's why I'm bringing it up with this Ghostbusters thing because I've actually only like I saw the theatrical ver. No, I watched the extended, and then I tried watching it theatrically, and I turned it off. Yeah, well, uh, you because have a, you have a tendency to do that. You watch the, uh, the extended of uh, Aliens too. Yeah, no, because like, because that's how the story's supposed to be told, and like, you know, I did a mm. whole rant about storytelling and all that jazz. I, but, like, I heard it, and I agree with it. It's one of those. It's one of those things, though. Like, because I, I, I believe you guys with your issues with the Ghostbusters 2016, hundred percent. But there's a part of me in my brain that's like, I don't know. I thought they fucking worked really well because like Melissa McCartney and um, uh, uh, Christian uh, Wiggs, like characters, like. They seemed really organic and the frustration between the two. And then, like, you know, Holtz is just fucking being a legend. And then, you know, we got that uh, New York subway worker role, which is like, uh-huh. But, like, because, oh, that's another thing. You know how Bill Murray's in that film as, like, their d- biggest doubter? Yeah. He has 
bigger scenes in the movie. He's actually almost like second build in that movie with the amount of scenes he's in the extended edition. I need to watch the extended edition. Like his, he's like yet. constantly yeah. bugging them. And then there's tons of lines being like with him looking at them being like, you guys think you're real Ghostbusters? Like, you know, there's some of those throwaway lines that are just, you know, really funny. Only... I remember, and I think, I think if a sequel was going to be made, they it's were not. going to, I mean, it's not, obviously. It's been years now, and we got a reboot instead that I still haven't seen. But it's, um, it's wonderful. No, that's a sequel, I hear it's okay. It's or a sequel. Oh, but I'm it's saying, great. But I'm thinking, I, I think, it. I think the sequel for the 2016 Ghostbusters was going to bring, uh, was going to, I think they had plans to do a, um, yeah, they did have plans for the sequel. What was the sequel? The canceled sequel. Um, Cause they were going to do like, apparently there was, they were signed on for two more sequels. Um, I remember hearing that. Yeah. And I think there were rumors uh, behind it where they were going to try and like bring the original, <coughs> original Bless cast. You. Cause Bless I you. think, cause like, I don't know if it's in the theatrical cut, but in the end they reveal that Zool is in this reboot. Well, they, they sit it at the, at the end of the movie. You yeah. Know, they, they heard the audio of Zool. Yeah. yeah. Sigourney Weaver. But they were going to explain that like this Zool was from like, was had failed in that dimension and was trying to get into For this sure. one. And they were going to try and do like a, you know, I guess into the spider verse before everybody wanted to make multiverse films. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I think they were going to try and figure out how to do like, cause I think that was an issue they had that there wasn't a proper passing. That would have been cool. I would I would have liked that. And that I because been... like Ghostbusters has explored that route. I mean, people would be like, "That doesn't sound right." And I'm like, "There are comics of the Ghostbusters working with the Transformers, and it works." Yeah, so shut I the remember fuck the car- up. I remember the cartoons being. They've worked with the Ninja came. Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, so from what from what I understand, and what I'm actually like my Google fool here. Uh, is that they wanted to actually take it internationally and nix the original cast and do it with a more diverse cast with still no mention of the originals. And this is actually what I'm reading here from a 2019 article. Um, I am... St- like, and you know what? I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call it. I'm going to put a pin in the Ghostbusters talk for now until I'm able to watch the extended cut. Uh, namely because you have some information that I don't have and I'm going off of information Ooh, that that's I what am. Lily and I should do. We should that should be our commentary for this month. We should do the Ghostbusters extended cut. I say the only beef I had with the entire with that reboot was the push for the whole feminism thing. Which is another reason why I wasn't a big fan of Apocalypse minus X Men Apocalypse, minus the fact that they fucked up Apocalypse in that movie. Was the, well, yeah. Well, I don't but think it the, was the, f- the push. It, the push to be the the whole feminine push. It's like they. It's like Disney does it all the fucking time, and it drives me crazy. It's it's here. It is in your face rather than let it be organic. Let it be natural. Let it be, you know. Let it actually create a story. But in reality, but the way they do it is boom, 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 boom. You know, I, they just so, try to shove it in your face. I think I don't think it was. I get where you're coming from. I again, extended edition, blah blah blah. But the other thing is, I feel like a lot of that 
Because I don't even find that movie a very feminist film. I think they were just going like, oh, we did the that first was more film. Mar- it was more marketing. It was a lot of the marketing opinion. because the thing yeah. is, yeah. because like that was a lot of the marketing. But like really it, it, what it came down to was like, oh, the original film was a bunch of SNL dudes. And now SNL Dude. has a bunch of really great female comedians. Why don't we just get the female comedians? Which version? now, I mean, you know, you talking about the extended edition. I definitely want to watch that because it's. I guess I might have a different view on on it because I, I like I said I liked it I enjoyed it I just there was there's a couple times in the movie where it's just like over the top like come on I it just needs to be more oh subtle. man I'm about to scream I just because I'm like looking at it to see if like the Wikipedia for the plot shows different stuff with the extended edition there's literally a sentence saying uh, grows to a kaiju size and I'm like I fucking hate this timeline <laughs> I hate hate uh, hate. So- hate this timeline oh my so, god you were talking about queer representation and i kind of wanted to touch on that why 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 do you think that's uh that should do you think that should be more prevalent or do you think that should actually be incorporated into stories or do you think it should be more like lambert where it has nothing to do with the character it's just a piece of lore well you know i i don't know if you had a chance to read uh apex rising part one i did yes oh good um, so this is a perfect example. Uh, Rick is trans. Yeah, I had no idea. Yep. Cause, uh, you know, it's a mixture of things. Like I want to have characters who are like, I, I just want to have characters. I just want to have people because they're people are not just one thing. There are different types of people all over the spectrum of the human right. race. And like they exist and they're there and like, it should have, I don't know. Like lately I've had been having a lot of thing where I'm like, I don't like spotlighting. Um, right. Well, and, and that's what that is, yeah. Because I feel like spotlighting can get a little... Like, a perfect example of spotlighting would be probably The Predator, which I've been talking about a lot lately. Because nothing like having to describe The Predator to people who have not seen The Predator, where they're like, oh, what's that Predator film about? And it's like, Terrible. it's about... It's about how it's revealed that The Predator is hunting humans because we're autistic. I missed I, something. Oh, that's the movie. <laughs> I miss. I, and are we talking about like not Prey, but the one that came out before Prey? Yep. Yes, yes. Yep, that's. I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch that because that I don't. Maybe I'm stuck in the uh, original lore of Predator. I didn't catch that. I, oh that, no, yeah. that's yeah. why the big. It's, um... it's why the super predator's there because he's hunting kids. He's hunting humans for their autism. Sort of. And they're gonna like start. The, the, damn it! I'm gonna have to watch it. I swear, if you ruin this movie for me, I'm going to punch you. I will say no more. Because <laughs> we're going to meet each other in a few days here, and uh, I don't want to get punched by a Josh. It's, uh, it's no, one of those... Well, like I said, I, I watched it once, and I haven't really, like, delved, delved into, into it. Because, yeah. like, you know... I never, I, like, it, that was not one of the first things that came to my Oh, I'm autistic, mind. and let me tell you, the, uh, the representation of autism in that film made me go, like... I mean, it was yeah, a bit. I have my did I completely days. miss that? Really? I, I mean, that movie is somewhat of a fever dream, so I don't really blame you. But like, the thing is, like, something that I do with my own writing is like, I, I write a lot of characters to just be real. I write them as real people, and like, Rick is trans, and so Deadman. That is actually why, in the beginning of that story, the custom agent has such an issue with Rick is because in Singapore at that time, it was actually somewhat illegal to be trans. Um, so, okay, yeah, let's, 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 let's switch the conversation to your story, because I, I did read it, and uh, I had no idea that Rick was trans. And uh, so to 
introduce the audience and who you know the one person watching uh let's talk about what apex is uh, it, it is an original story by you and mm -hmm. uh, just take it from there please uh apex a giant monster story is pretty much my life's work that i have been working on since i was in high school actually middle school actually probably i would even go so far to be fifth grade because uh, that's actually where my first doodle of tyrannus i can find is from <laughs> but um it's me doing the giant monster genre um a way I've always kind of described, it's an epic giant uh, giant monster science fiction. And if you actually know me pretty well, you'll also realize that it's somewhat a, a like dramatized biography of my life because all the monsters are based off people. It was actually my way to understand human connections by turning everybody into giant monsters. And I made a story off that. Um, and Apex has been in, has been, has gone through so many drafts. And in fact, there's one timeline where like, that little number in the heart of the sea might have been actually an apex film but uh, i chickened out and because i thought i had to go to college before talking to ron howard so that's a thing that keeps me up at night um keeps me up at night all the time but um all the time all the time, all the time. if you listen to the, our in the heart of the sea episode you hear me pretty much crying but yep that's apex a giant monster story that art that cover art is my boy the main critter tyrannus um he is the first giant monster that shows up in the story, but uh, it's it's been my original passion project for years. It's finally in a stage where I feel comfortable with releasing it. Uh, the art that you're seeing is um, done by uh, a person named Danielle Daikaiju, uh, Yo Kaiju on Twitter, but uh, they do great work. They captured my characters really well. Um, as you can see, Tyrannus is a classic dinosaur, but he is feathered because I'd rather say my dinosaurs are too feathered than not feathered enough. Um, fucking feather your dinosaurs, goddammit. But, uh, <laughs> but pretty much the story starts off in 2013. Um, the world gets monsters. Like, that's honestly the best way to describe it. The world gets <laughs> monsters, and it's people reacting to it, but, um, you know, I think dead man you've probably captured the tone of it at the end when tyrannus shows up in singapore is the fact that um you know josh you're you seem like an intelligent person who could put his shoes on fine yeah, um, sometimes you know yeah. when uh if you were just walking around one day and then all of a sudden a giant dinosaur showed up you'd probably shit your pants uh, probably. Because I, what the fuck? Yeah, because this is the thing that like. <laughs> really again, I'd probably go home and and sit down, drink a beer, and be like, "Did I really fucking see that?" That's the thing, right? Because like I was talking, I was telling people, it's like this is the thing that bugs me about like the 2014 Godzilla or everything. No one goes like has like a fucking mental breakdown that these things exist because like that is true. It's like they've like, always been there. Because oh. that's always bugged me. Because the thing is. If so, uh, Tyrannus is about fifty fifty. But big media meters. has has conditioned us to accept all this stuff. Tyrannus is yeah. about fifty five meters tall and is over a hundred meters long. That's pretty damn big. He's very big. Um, if you know any science, you know one of the reasons why a blue whale stays in the water is because if a blue whale goes on land, it's going to die because it's too heavy. Too so heavy. if Tyrannus can come out of the water and be fine, that means. All science is wrong. 
That means everything you believe it is wrong. It means everything is wrong just by the fact that this thing exists. So I, I kind of wanted I would, to delve into. I would uh, say more along the lines of this damn thing is fucking invincible. Than well, what's even more fun is, is the fact that uh, whole part of Rising spoilers, as you can see from the uh, teaser image for the next story, is uh, on the same day a second one shows up in Utah. Um, so I kind of wanted have, to delve into that. All right, go for no, it. no, you need more. I kind of wanted to delve into the science of it because I do remember that you are actually a scientist and I'm an amateur scientist and the idea that I have no papers and have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. I pretend so, to be a scientist. I've been on Discovery Channel. Fuck you guys. I've been on Discovery Channel too, but I was wearing a leather mask. Moving past that. Uh, what kind so, of Discovery wait, Channel? How the are hell you are you guys what? getting on Discovery Channel? I want to be on Discovery I'm, Channel. I, I'm not talking about what I did. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Deep Sea Gigantism. Uh, yes. Let's let's so deep sea gigantism is, uh, th I I don't know if it's still theoretical or if it has I actually. Think it is. I think it has become a theory. I, yeah, I would uh, say it's it's. I mean, it happens. I mean, I've never viewed it as theoretical. I just always viewed it as it happens, as the same way as like island gigantism, just gigantism right. in uh, niche isolated environments. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, one of the one of the biggest problems, of course, we uh, experience with uh, uh, deep sea gigantism is the ability to absorb and process oxygen. That is, of course, assuming that uh, Tyrannus works off oh, of oxygen. Oh, you're you're going too deep. I'm just going to tell you right now, giant monster science. Check. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, Gamera. Oh, shut up. <laughs> what I, what I what I really like about it though is. Uh, uh, when you're talking about like the science, the science behind it, everything being wrong, of course, you know I have to put on, like you say that and it triggers the part of my ADHD brain where I'm like, but I can make it right. Oh well, that's so that <laughs> I can explain it. When people I ask me it. why I left the the track for science, like I've when I would do my research trips in Africa and the Amazon, I was with a geology professor. And we right. were sitting down, and he was like, Henry, why are you not in the sciences? And I'm like, because you guys tell me that it can't happen, and I'm tired of it. Because I <laughs> want it to happen, and I want to take what you're teaching me to make it happen. So, exactly. like, I'm mad scientist. And besides, my mentor in paleontology literally pulled me aside and told me I shouldn't be a paleontologist. Instead, I should be the next Michael Crichton. And honestly, I love that calling, and I take that challenge every day. I, I back Go that. Go for it. I back it. Uh, but, my, I mean, did you like it? I guess that's my biggest thing. Is did you like it? Did you like Rising? Okay, so that's what I was going to get into. I, I didn't know who was going to be on the show. This is an, full disclosure: I didn't know who was going to be on the show, so I didn't distribute the link. Uh, so I kind of just kept it to myself, and I read it myself. I did like it. I do believe that there are some parts that can be trimmed up. There is, of course, typos, but that's just negligible. Yeah, yeah, yeah that happens. Um, and besides, that's going to be for the editor for when the book's published later this year. You're just getting a teaser of what's to come. Yeah, uh, there are some. Uh, there are some. There are some structures that could use some work. Uh, um, sentence structures, mostly dialogue, which is like what I do. I edit In scripts words, on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all nitpicky bullshit. But however, no, I know it's nitpicky bullshit. Uh, overall, overall, I do, I do actually vibe with the love letter that you're creating because if, if when I was reading it, I was like, this is very much a love letter, uh, and. Uh, I loved the idea, the design of the dinosaur. Uh, there, there was a scene uh, with the boat uh, that mm -hmm. the boat, the young man with the lobster, and I was like, you know what? That 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 could actually be 
uh, in my opinion, because uh, the chapter length, that was, well, that was one chapter, and it was beautiful. It was very Michael Crichton, uh, where you get a 45-page chapter. Uh, I do believe uh, that going from zero to 100 uh from the from the mariana trench to what happens in singapore i do believe we could have had some michael crichton uh i don't want to say easter eggs but treats to uh like kind of heralding and i do believe the lobster thing was one of those things that had you had maybe maybe just one more of those scenes in like the the the, the middle part you know even uh, even well that's what the lab's for yeah, 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 and and uh, I do believe uh, they're they're like well, the lab is a dead specimen. I'm talking about like like live interactions to show how what mm -hmm. the, what these things can do. You know what I mean? Uh, establishing the threat, what we think is going to be the threat, and then revealing that it's Tyrannus. Uh, however, like like I said, I did love it. I vibed with it. I wanted to read the next chapter immediately because I was. I'm in. I'm into stuff. Michael Crichton is my favorite author of all time. Yeah, you're uh, gonna have to share that link with me because I got now you. I want to read it. Uh, I am putting it in the private chat for you, Bubba. Excellent. That's not. That's not the thing. Yeah, my, Michael. Michael Crichton is is one of he's my. He's a he's a huge he's influence on me. But I wish I could remember names of shit, but I can't. But so the, like uh, dead. Oh, go on, Josh. Well, as I say, the 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 book with the uh, talking ape. Um, oh, uh, Congo. Congo. No, the other one with the talking. Name. Oh, next. Yes. Next, yes. That one. Okay. That one was I like. That was one of my top books from him. Uh, I don't mean, know. I don't know why. I really don't know why. It, but no, you know what? It, it was is? just a it's turn pager for me. It's him doing genetics again, like Jurassic Park, but without I, dinosaurs. I guess. I guess it was. I, I guess it was. Because like, it's just this. It's all, like because I just listened to Jurassic Park the other day. And I was like, oh, my God, a lot of these parts are just, like, the parts. Like, he just was like, oh, I really like this part. What if I just threw out the dinosaur theme park and just focused on the horrors of yeah. genetics? Well, I, yeah, I, I, I love the way I love the way it ends, the, the outcome of the guy that kept trying to sue the other, you know, yeah. kept trying to take the guy to court. And then his outcome was was spot on. I was like, yeah. And then yeah, time it shift. is a good book. Time the, shift the one, another. The is one, that right? The time hmm? traveling one? Uh, Timeline. Time time timeline. Timeline. Yes, I didn't movie. like. Bug. Yeah. I but didn't watch. Book? I'm too afraid to watch the movie because don't I watch the, the movie. Don't it's, watch the movie. Okay, it's don't watch, the movie. watch it as if you. Well, you like Lost World, so I can't say watch it as if you're watching Lost World. Well, uh, real quick, but, why I love Lost World is because Lost World's more akin to the original book than it is with the book itself, and it's really funny because it's <laughs> it's very. Okay, I will give you. I will give you that. I will. I didn't uh, even look at it like that. I. That's will how give I've you always that. looked at. That's how I've always looked at Lost World. But Lost I always World's looked at more, it. I always looked at it one to one, and if, if you, you look at it to, one to one, mm, if you listen to our Jurassic. World Dominion commentary, you'll hear me mm -hmm. and Lily talk about this a lot, where it's like, I love Crichton, which is why the films, like, I enjoy, but, like, the more the films get away from Crichton, the more upset I get, and the more, but Lily's like, but that's what people want. And I'm like, but that's not what I want. I want the questioning of what it needs to be God! I wanted to <laughs> see the guy rolling around on a bicycle being, ch or chasing a T-Rex. Uh, why wasn't that in the movie? I wanted like to see him and die. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Anyways, uh, getting getting back to Apex though, uh, I 
I always offer my services. Uh, I, I know nobody fucking needs them, uh, but Josh knows I'm a I'm a great I'm, I'm a I, in my opinion I'm a great writer. I've created audio dramas uh, right now with Danny. We of need Dark to Turn talk. Media. I will send. So there is actually an Apex an audio drama uh, pilot thing, uh, rough read that I can send to you, Dead Man. Oh, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a voice actor. You know what I mean. Uh, good to yes, know. I'm I'm always up for doing voices. Good, yeah, good, and good, good, so, good to know like, everybody. I, I want I want I like I want to offer my services so that I don't want to sound like I'm critiquing you so much as I am. I want to help. You know what I mean? Because that's like my first instinct. Like I want to help. You know, rather yeah, than no, be I like. And uh, honestly, I, I do believe you can use some help because there is some, there is some pacing issues. But of course, this is a this is like you said a draft. So uh, this is uh, the, yeah. Because I also realized that um, I I'm actually changing. I've decided that I'm changing a segment of dialogue um, to be more of a because apparently people have been really enjoying Jen's character. Um, right. But, like, I'm like, well, sorry, guys. Like, literally after this, like, Jen, like, might show up in other stories, but not for a while. But people have been really <laughs> liking Jen. Um, and, you know, I've set up Jen as being a travel writer and all this stuff. Um, and she's actually more of, like, a travel journalist. And, a, right. a, like, an adventure journalist is more going to be the term that's now going to happen. Um, because it turns out she is going to be the main character for part for the third story, uh, The Proteus Gate. Which is the third Apex giant monster story, um, which is set in the Sylvanian Alps, going to do a rescue mission because something that is explained later on in the series is that in 2012 we had an incident called the World Quake. I just um, want to put that up there. No worries, I appreciate it. It's it's good to see my babies. Um, and uh, speaking of Gamera, that's on purpose, <laughs> guys. That's on purpose because Gamera is my favorite Gamera. giant monster. And uh, I would be dumb not to give my monster tusks as my little homage to my <laughs> I kind of figured. monsters. I figured. But, um, Gamera is fun. Also, it should be clear, Tyrannus doesn't have a beam weapon. That's something that I'm really proud of, by the way. I, uh, I am I am actually looking forward to what kind of destruction Tyrannus can oh, do. Oh, you've seen. You've seen it. You have actually exactly know what Tyrannus is capable of. Um, because that's why he's got those fucking spines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are little lightning lightning rods. Spoilers, yeah. everybody. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, well, like I said, I'm not trying to spoil too much, but if you want to, I will. I will put. I will put the link to this in our no, chat. No, go for it because we also have for the spooky season a uh, snippet of Project Stoker, which is the second story of Apex, a giant monster story. Um, the second story of Apex introduces the monster Zots to the to the canon uh zots is the chupacabra nice it's a good time everybody i murder i lily and i have been talking about the story a lot and lily's like henry you murder a lot of people i'm like I oh do. dude let's wait until you hear one of my stories you Literally. have to murder people if you don't murder people that's then the nobody thing. gets attached to but, people but that's the thing though too it's it's the the what i've been noticing too is what i think why people get so surprised by it is that I'm not straight up murdering characters. I'm introducing like normal people, just normal on the road people. Like you know, Dead Man was talking about the scene on the boat where pretty much it's a man and his son coming back from a fishing trip that's not doing great, um, and it's more about their lives living on the island of Bataan. Fishing trip. That's what is it? Stop that. Okay. And. Um, 
you know, eventually what they think is a saving grace is actually their encounter with Tyrannus, and it ends horrifyingly for them, and then they're gone. And then the beginning of Project Stoker is pretty much a uh, cattle ranch in Chile um, is having issues. Uh, the cattle keep getting out, and they think it's pranksters. So the uncle of the owner of the ranch went to investigate, and he showed up dead the next morning. Um, so they're staking out trying to find the murderer, uh, who is also continuing to let the cattle out. Um, when they get there, they encounter something that is not good. Um, pretty much they hear something, their ears start bleeding, and then something murders them. Um, oh, I'm down. Oh, nice. it's, I have a nice. really, uh, it's a, a tease to what it's called. It's called the Chupacabra Hum. Um, the thing is like a lot of my monsters are, I try to make them as tangible into the world as I can. And as the story progresses there, like eventually it is revealed. Cause like another thing, two things that happens in giant monster stories that bugs me. It's one, no one's having like a mental breakdown on the fact that these things are real. Yeah. And the other thing is like, how did people not fucking notice? Um, <laughs> that these things are around. <laughs> and like, I do do a little bit of revision as the story goes on. Um, and there is eventually like a huge conspiracy on the fact that like one of Rick's main character challenges that he faces as the story progresses is the fact that he might have been like been groomed by his father to be a monster expert right? for a purpose. Um, there's a lot of like conspiracy. There's a lot of like agency um, I appreciate you calling it a love letter because it is a love letter to a lot of the genre, but I also try and have fun as well. I also try and explore stories like in different ways. Like this is a classic giant monster story. Project Stoker is going to be more akin to like Predator um, when it comes out. And then it, like it will start off as Predator and then it will turn into the giant monster story that it is. But then like the Proteus Gate introduces um, the hollow world which is featured in Apex. And the Hollow World is a Hollow Earth love letter. Um, it's an underground subterranean ecosystem that is unknown to modern science. Note, I say modern for a reason. Right. Um, but what happens is, is like pretty much after the world quake uh, in the Slovenian Alps, a unknown cavern system has been discovered. And this great famous uh, Spelunker caver mounts an expedition um, to explore it because from the results it's the deepest cave in the world it's got chambers upon chambers and it's super exciting that expedition disappears obviously it wouldn't be a story if they were okay right it, it, um, it wouldn't be a story if they're just like well, we're back <laughs> but, by the way second, guess what we <laughs> mapped everything and everything's fine nothing's down there we're good um, we're but then good. the second expedition is also close the door then, <laughs> but the second expedition had evidence that people might still be alive. So that's what now, because someone was telling me, like, I really like Jen's character. I hope she's back. And I'm like, oh, I have no idea when I'm bringing Jen back. But now people have been talking about it. And I'm like, Jen's character would fit for, because I've been struggling about who would be our focus in the Proteus Gate. So I guess I'm writing fucking Jen into it. Which means that I, uh, when the book is published later this year, uh, mm. that rad rad tofu sequence might not even be there anymore it might simply be like oh slovenia and it's like yeah fucking slovenia 
Um, but, you know, the guy was my hero and all that jazz. But pretty much what happens is um, they're really cool critters. Uh, are you guys familiar with an ohm? An ohm? An ohm? No. Sounds what, oddly familiar. They look, people think they're axolotls. They are not. They're cave salamanders. Um, but pretty much what they find in the Proteus... Because Proteus is the word for an ulm. It's the scientific term for an ulm, amongst other things. It's got a lot of layers, the name. Uh, but what they find is this like ecosystem oh. uh, down there. Oh, and it's, it's got okay. things called tasel worms, which will be called tasel worms, which are my interpretation of the famous folklore cr- creature. But they're giant ulms. They're giant like pack-going ulms, and they're led by like a giant ulm queen called Arasa who has like acidic slime and has is able to do magnetism, which is super fun. Um, but she's not the main threat of that story. In fact, they find a whole ecosystem of creatures uh, that are just like, I have things called like troglo shrimps, which are just like giant hunting, praying mantis-like shrimp. But then it will also mm-hmm. introduce um, pretty much what I consider. Yep, that's an ohm. Yep. Um, I'm trying- It's not oh. just a unit of measurement. Oh, I just realized, um, Guys, I you can see some of the designs for um, this because on webtoons. So not only will this be a book, but we are in the process of working on a webtoon for um, Apex. Uh, it's currently on hiatus because of anything. But Dead Man, if you want, yeah, throw it in the um, private channel. I'll bring it up. Yep. So if you want, I can show you guys the first five monsters. Oxytols, um, that's what the thing reminds me of. Are little mm-hmm. oxytols. Yeah, axolotls. Axolotls, um, yeah. But you'll see, you get to see the first say. five monsters that appear in the series. And I'm sorry for the quality. I got to really fix them. The more I look at them, the more I'm like, I got to fix these quality. These renders are done by, uh, the, this is just all the information. So if you click the next one, um, I got excited because I like all my data. Um, but if you go to yeah this is just all data stuff i've gone okay. really like because the thing is apex is also going to have a field guide um, oh nice so you will be able to get like stats but if on the next page you'll see tyrannus um there he is in all his glory this render like all these designs are my original concepts um but i got these done by the artist mel cabre who's a cryptid uh artist on instagram she's fantastic but you'll get to see a variety like you, this is Tyrannus to scale with buildings, an elephant and a human. Um, I love as that. you guys can see. You gotta um, add a cow. There always has to be a cow for reference. Has to well, be one cow for, for those who are from Texas. I used an elephant as because <laughs> I was born in Houston. I understand the importance of a cow, but um, that was a that was a Gundam reference if anybody Oh nice. Um good fun fact too, there will be giant robots in this series as well. This is Stegoros. So this is the second Apex organism that the one we saw in the preview. Yes, this is who shows up in Salt Lake City of all fucking places. But I thought, where would be the most weirdest place a giant monster would show up? And I was like, Salt Lake City. (laughs) Well we get to Canada. But um But then this is Zots. Oh So this is Zots when he's a giant. Um, he does not start this big, but he does get this big. Um, as you can see, though, he is quite smaller than the other two monsters that you have seen. Um, yeah, 17 I, meters shorter than Tyrannus. I play a lot with size 
in this series. I think because like eventually Tyrannus and Zots do meet and they do fight. Um, in fact, he fights Stegros as well. It's a huge, giant hodgepodge in Galveston. But this is Arasa. Oh, uh, well, I like so, that. Yeah, Arasa is a fantastic design. Um, I'm really proud of her. Um, but she is she's a queen. She's she's a queen. But like this is also fun because this will be the first story we'll see where like a monster is kind of a gentle giant. Um, kind of like Mothra. Yeah, she's not a full-on Mothra uh, creature, but... And then after Arasa, we have Alogi, who is the Mongolian death worm. Oh, uh, that is neat. It's like so, tremors on fucking acid. It's a bobbit worm, everybody. It's a bo- I knew it. I was going to call it. I was like, is this a fucking bobbit worm? Yeah, Alogi's a bobbit worm, and the thing is, Alogi's a super fun species in Apex. Um, we'll see a lot of Alogi. Uh, as the story goes on, they're a very common, like, it's revealed they're a very common predator uh, in the hollowed world, but they are not the top predator, I should point out. Um, but like, a nuisance? Um, no, they're, they're still a fucking threat, but um, you know, speaking of Thailand, there's actually a story much later on in the series where um, I introduced a, 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 a special Ologi um, to the series. Which will be fun. It's just like, these are some really fun designs that I feel like you don't really see in the giant monster genre um, that are played with as well. And like, the thing is, a a huge influence for me was Godzilla the series from the 90s after the American Godzilla. Because I love the idea that these monsters could interact with humans. So I try to make sure that they do interact with people. Um... And like they have a they have a level of intelligence that you don't really see in the the beast world per se. Yeah, well, it's also like we're viewed as insects. Like Zots hunts people exclusively, but it's also because Zots fucking hates people um, because okay. he remembers when he was a lab experiment. Ah, um, it's okay, eventually okay. revealed that like Zots murders people because he finds it fun. Um, mm-hmm. Like he's not like a mindless killer. Um, there's and like this is just the tip of the iceberg. The first the first era of Apex, which is called Genesis, uh, Genesis has over. I think Genesis has forty. How many monsters are in Genesis? <laughs> many, <laughs> many monsters. There, there are a lot. Um, it takes Genesis takes place from 2012, 2013, uh, all the way to 2020, actually, in the current storytelling. Um, I but, love this design. Yeah, no, I love Tyrannus. Tyrannus is a yeah. fun design. So pretty much for the science nerds, Tyrannus does not have a beam weapon. What Tyrannus does have, though, is, as it's hinted in the first story, electrical properties. So um, like an AOE, like kind of he's kind of like a giant electric eel he has muscles down his spine that help conduct electricity but also um through his evolution um so the feathers on his back can go up and down um kind of like how a cockatiel's feathers go right Um, when they're upraised yeah they're folding feathers uh for display but behind the feathers you'll notice that there are spines uh, behind the feathers and those spines are actually pretty much giant lightning rods because uh, not only can Tyrannus generate his own electricity he can also 
take in electricity and his whole evolutionary des design is that his species would come to the surface during storms to drink so to... if there's an electrical storm going on you're fucked right but also tyrannus not only is able to absorb that electricity he is also as a defensive measure able to expel it uh, so he gets a nickname known as the Emerald Tempest, or just the Tempest, because he is the equivalent of a hurricane with teeth. Um, I like it. So I like, like it. it's yep. a because I wanted I want to make I want to make it unique because like I don't want Tyrannus because Tyrannus used to have like shoot lightning out of his mouth, but then I was like everything shoots lightning. But what if it was cool if like he had an attack that was like he would shoot lightning out of his back but he can't control it so it's just this like sphere of influence of just lightning just kind of more of a more of a defensive yeah it's more because the thing is how how and how evolutionary would you just shoot something out of your mouth if you're not a king cobra you know yeah like well i mean you, you do you do have a lot of species that actually accurately can you know expel I mean, or archer things. fish and stuff but like Archer you know, fish. You also have. Uh, you also have dynamite beetles. You also have right, but certain. But bombardier beetles do it out of their butt. Yeah, yeah. Bombardier beetles. Because uh, like, there's, cause orally, there's also spiders. Spitting spiders. There's also whirling spiders. Uh, but those I mean, are all insects. But vertebrate wise, you know, the only thing you really have in common is the archer fish and the co cobra. Archer fish, king cobra. The uh, for vertebrates. I mean, like speaking wise, you also have several. You also have several species of gecko, including the desert gecko, uh, that can actually spit. Uh, well, squirts blood for one, but that's not the one I'm speaking of. The other one is actually it spits from its uh, saliva glands here, and it Ooh, actually spits. Or bile. there's that really cool gecko that shoots uh, stuff out of its tail, which I've been really trying to concrete yeah. into a design soon. Um, so I mean, yeah, you do you do have options. It's just you know, like the the idea of the idea of bringing them into a monster format is, of course, because uh, I also try not to make Godzilla. That's my other big thing is I'm trying right. not to make Godzilla. Um, For someone that has no idea what ninety percent of what you just said, I see it more <laughs> as a he gets hit, boom, as a defensive mechanism, releases the yeah. energy. It's, I mean, it's, and like, let me tell you, the, the sequence of when Terminus reveals this Tempest ability, it's going to be fun. Um, but like, <laughs> there's also a lot of episodes, like, and as the story goes on, like. So do I after a night of Taco Bell. <laughs> right? Pretty much, So like, yeah. as the story goes on, eventually like we get Atlas, which is the UN sponsored group that is like, pretty. it starts off as like monster aid. Um, but then eventually becomes a proper defense force, and then um, we have. What a name to Perseus! <laughs> I thought. Well, I think Perseus is going to be a program eventually. But like, there's even like there's a there's a big bad company because I cannot resist the big bad company. Of course, you gotta, have, you gotta have a big bad company. They're called I mean. Cradle because they're fostering the new ideas of the future. Okay, right. I like that. Uh, Cradle is like our love hate corporation and i love them they're actually responsible for a lot of the mutations because they created a uh a um a hormone for food pro production to make things big but in the story it turns out almost a year before a cradle shipper a shipment fill uh container ship filled with that material got hijacked by eco-terrorists and dumped into the ocean and got spun around in the pacific currents for a year and then around this time so that's like when, clovey a little bit 
but pretty much what happens is these giant marine light because it's like mercury poisoning but good uh pretty much as it goes through the ecosystems the generations start to get bigger and bigger and not only has this solved me wanting to make new monsters but also solves another big problem that a lot of people have with uh with the giant well i personally have which is again you were talking about dead man the oxygen in the uh in the system of deep sea gigantism, I'm only concerned about uh, food. How are these? What are these animals eating? And pretty much what happens is world hunger is somewhat solved because we get big subspecies of animals. And also, there's literally a story where a giant um, spiny lobster right. comes onto land and gets destroyed by the first uh, mech, which is called an MGAV unit, a mechanical um, golem assault vehicle. Um, though I'm pretty sure I keep changing it, so that might be an old, <laughs> old by now. But um, I'm a big robot fan. So when the uh, when it I slays, like like it's it's more of a knight, by the way. It's not very big. It's actually very small. It's um, oh. no bigger than like some of the robots that you see coming up, just robot suits that we have now. Um, pretty but much it's, big enough to have a pilot in it. But the first time we it. see it, it's actually a drone. Um, but then ah. there's a big old problem with its programming because its programming is to stop the You gotta throw a pilot at it. Oh, it gets a pilot. It gets a pilot, and then let me tell you, it's a love letter to my favorite Gundam series, G Gundam. So don't worry, everybody. It gets fun. But um, it's, a, it's like a Why knight. Why are we so... Mm. Uh, why are we, we so are cool so, but not? We, we are but, so uh, polar opposites. The, the MGAF so unit... Opposites. The MGAF unit <laughs> fights this thing and it kills it. And then, like, there they have in San Francisco this giant dead shrimp, dead lobster monster. And they go, like, well, if this has got the uh, cradle isotope in it, because they call it the CI, because right. like, everyone's like, isn't it a hormone? It's like, shh, isotope Shut the fuck sounds up. better. Shut the fuck up. Isotope <laughs> sounds better. Um, they go like, isn't it FDA approved? And they're like, yeah, it's FDA approved. And you know, and they're like, well, now we can, uh, now we can feed the uh, people who have lost their homes in this monster attack because they could just get. Josh is not FDA approved. That's why he has a grudge. (laughs) Uh, yeah, they they just they keep denying me every time I go in. But this is stuff that I explore with Apex. Is I like right. Um, so Dead Man, you'll like this later on the series. um, Right. Singapore obviously starts becoming the first city to deal with apex tourism, and Ooh. Singapore gets a new popular dish. Do you want to know what it is? Tell me. It's sparker shrimps. Oh, nice. Because that's what those uh, shrimp are called. Yeah, yeah. called sparker shrimps. Um, you can't eat the amabite though, which is the ammonite oh. ticks that Tyrannus has. But sparker shrimps start becoming produced because not only are they a fun source of food, but you know, uh, they can actually be used as living batteries. I, I kind of I'm, I'm I'm listening to all this right. I am I am drinking this in, and like the more I hear, the more I'm like, this is actually this has bits of uh, Pacific Rim, which I know you hate. It also has bits of clovey. Uh, Cloverfield, uh, the, the idea, like something that has never been explored in monster movies was the idea of parasites. Fleas, the fleas that uh, that come off of Clovey in New York. Uh, and You know, it, sorry to interrupt, you'll like this even more then. So Stegeros, if you look at that design, you'll see that Stegeros has a bunch of feathers in between his plates. Yeah. So the thing is, you're right. So Tyrannus has parasitic organisms on them. But Stegeros 
also has some parasitic organisms, but then they start realizing that they're not really parasites. Some of these monsters are so big that they have actual ecosystems on them. So Stegoros has a feathered forest on his back, where that literally he actually has like sense. he like, has like pterodactyls living on him, and then he's got like trilotics, which are trilobite evolutions. But then when they, because there's a story where they climb Stegoros, it's called the story title is called Stegoros Rodeo, and it's a story of a bunch of scientists and mount and adventurers who climb Stegoros for scientific research. Uh, and when they get into his feathering, they find out that it's a forest-like ecosystem, and not only ha are there the pterosaurs, the stegodactyls, and the trilotics living on him, but they find, like, deer and eagles and bears. Like, they find a whole ecosystem like of animals that, like that are living on him. And this kind of touches yes. into uh, Skull Island a bit. Uh, and you know the the place untouched by time, which is what was in a Godzilla novel, I believe, back in the eighties. Yes. Uh, so I mean, like this is really cool, and honestly, I do love it. Uh, we have been going for a while though, and what no, we're we gonna have. do what, what we're gonna do is we're gonna wrap up this show, and we're gonna go to the post show where we're gonna watch some stuff. Uh, I don't know. We'll watch some. We'll watch some monster fights because I fucking love those. We'll watch some um, some music videos and uh, ghost game. <laughs> Well, uh, whatever the you Digimon Ghost Game opening. <laughs> we'll watch that. We'll watch that in the post show. Uh, for you now, guys are let me go me ahead. watch Dead Corpse. I know. For now, we're gonna end the show. And we have a we have a tradition here uh, on VT Network where our guests. Uh, help us sell uh, our Patreon. Uh, we are very tiny. We only have 12 Patreons right now, but we are cheap sluts and we want your help. So, Henry, would you mind uh, pitching this to whoever's listening? Uh, okay, so they have a Patreon, everybody. Patreon.com forward slash VT Network. So they have three tiers. They have a first blood tier, uh, which is a dollar a month, but that has a producer credit on ep every episode. A Marine Mental Minute. A marine. Oh, like the I thought read that as marine animal. Uh, and a minute with DJ. Uh, a UAV tier is three dollars a month. It's producer credit on every episode. Access to post show that releases on every Wednesday. And a minute with DJ plus marine mental minute. And then airstrike tier is five dollars a month. Access to the monthly movie roast. Access to the post show every Wednesday. Name read aloud at the end of every episode. Producer credit on every episode. Stickers each month. Giveaway every three months. A minute with DJ and Marine Mental Minute. Did I do that right? You happy? You did it wonderfully. Thank you, sir. Where's my money? <laughs> Where's my Doug money? Where's my Doug money, please? Oh, I, I was I, I sketched it up. I don't know if you saw. Oh, what about? There oh, yeah. There Where's my go. Doug money? Um... But we also have, uh, if you wanna, if you wanna get a, get a, get in touch with Henry, uh, please, Henry, tell him how to get a hold of you. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at ickfam underscore creature features. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at um, what am I called? Uh, ickfam at ickfam tweets. Um, you can look up Apex on Webtoons as Apex: A Giant Monster Story. You can also find the blog. Uh, it's a Apex Giant Monster Story, a Giant Monster Story at blogs dot blog dot bleh, words are hard. Apex a Giant Monster Story, all one word dot blogspot dot com. 
to find the stories as well. We also have, if you're on the Instagram or the Twitter, there is a link tree in the bio that goes into just not just our stuff, but a lot of Lily's stuff. Um, and right now the main show is on hiatus, but we will be doing commentaries for the rest of the month. We do have events planned for the holiday seasons. And then in 2023, we will be coming back with the mainline series of our classic. It came from a monster movie format. Um, and until then, We'll be dealing with that. We'll be making an official announcement of everything very soon. So, But it was great to be here, Deadman and Josh and DJ, wherever he is at work. So I'm very <laughs> happy. You. Don't go anywhere. Josh, tell them where to find you and what you're up to. Well, shit. So <laughs> I'm on I'm on Twitter near, at NeoRage00. Um, where else am I at? So Magic Squirrel Production on Facebook uh rabbit ears is our current podcast that we are doing which i hate to say it's not really a it, it's more of a sitcom than it is a podcast it really is um and say if you like it's like office meets um oh, what did i say in the beginning it's like office meets that old uh cincinnati tv show or you know god what was the name of the tv show back in the day wkrb WKRB, so it's like Office meets WKRB. Okay. Um, that's that's kind of what it is. Like your your old timey, uh, you know, radio sitcom uh, is what Rabbit Ears is. We're on season two. Um, definitely check that out. We're on Spotify, um, uh, Anchor FM, anywhere that really podcasts you can look up. Just Rabbit Ears. Uh, are you know Rabbit as in you know I've got rabies, uh, <laughs> which fits the series pretty well. It does. Um, but uh, yeah, say I'm on I'm on most social media, either Neo Rage two one one Neo Rage zero zero. I don't know. Odds are, if you see a Neo Rage, if it's not talking about the emulator, it's probably me. Nice, Danny loves rabbit ears. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, it is VT Network two on Instagram, Twitter and facebook and if you want to email us that is vtnetwork84 at gmail.com just in case you want to be on the show know anything any any subjects you want to talk about uh um also we have merch and uh, i'm just going to run through that real quick that is redbubble i'm sorry vtnetwork.redbubble.com this is our latest design which is a tune in design uh dog nice. mat you say it is a dog mat uh pet bowls bucket hats hats desk mats a bucket hat <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, sweaters. It is sweater season. It is hoodie season. Mini skirts. I'm not sure about Where's that. Where's the underwear? I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, we got tapestries, four pillows. VTN network on my ass. <laughs> uh, we do too. Uh, coffee mugs, so on and so forth. Aprons, spiral oh, notebooks, shit. magnets. Nice. Yeah, we got everything. And it's on uh, Red, uh, v- it's on red Bubble. Underwear. Except for underwear and condoms. We're working on those. We do have Ooh, currently VTN these. condoms. We do have these designs. We're going to have more designs coming. Of course, uh, some of these are inside jokes, such as Where's Buck's Body, which is just overcomplicating an explanation. Uh, <laughs> we have neon signs, the 70s funk logo. Christmas is coming up, so in case you want a VT network, a Christmas design, it's right there. Uh, but um, with all that said, though, we're going to get the fuck out of here and go to the post show where we're going to have some fun. Watch that Digimon intro because I am fucking curious. So, with all that said and done, um, say goodnight, Josh. Good night, Josh. You probably.